Good. I would hope that you would still have a job because then I would worry about your well-being. Like, how are you going to put food on the table? How are we going to feed the family? Uh-oh. I know where you're going with this. Wait, did what? we start already? Oh, yeah. We're live, pal. Oh, Jesus, Louises. Did they see the button? Oh, yeah. The one that says end stream? Let me click that. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't you do that. Okay. Why not? Because then the stream ends, and then we have to go back into StreamYard. We have to create a whole other thing. The lovely people out there that tune in live every Monday night would wouldn't be they'd be concerned if we weren't there. They didn't see our lovely faces. That's right. Well, tough shit on them. Well, that's all I got to tell you. Shit on them. Yeah, tough shit on them. Yeah, tough at that. Not just regular. Yeah, not like soft drippings. I mean, tough like 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 gritty you know like you could sandpaper the walls with that shit no pun intended what you sucking on pal i got a cough drop so i don't uh i don't die are you still sick i still i can't get rid of this cough man you've been to the doctor (laughs) dr zayas rock me (laughs) tough shit (laughs) <laughs> I'm not terribly concerned. You don't look like you are. No, I can still I still function like a normal person. I get up, I go to work. Hey, you look good today. How the Dolphins do this past weekend? Hey, are you oh. serious? Is that a real question? Yeah, I don't watch football. They don't. They are oh, t- Matt. Get them. This is you. This is you, baby. Get them. The Dolphins beat the Denver Broncos seventy to twenty. That's a appreciate. pretty high score. Okay. <laughs> like, does he appreciate what that means? He could have broke the all-time NFL record, but they decided to just take a knee at the end. Oh, of the they game. took a knee after they were up fifty fucking points, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. <laughs> Let me ask you this. Let me yes. ask you this. When did their last score take place? Oh, they scored in the fourth quarter, yeah. Okay, but yeah. when? Like early in the fourth? Uh, like eight minutes left. I was going to say, I think there's eight left. Oh. Yeah, so, they probably should have stopped at the end of the third quarter. I mean, <laughs> were, were, were there at least the third strings in at this point? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Did Mike White, Mike White play it? Yeah, Mike White threw a touchdown pass. Oh, nice. What, Mike White is the second, the backup yeah, quarterback? Yeah, the second string. He's the, he's the former backup quarterback for the Jets. Okay, so why did they put in the third string guy? Why didn't they let one of the running backs be quarterback? You know what I'm saying? Like at that point, have a little fun with it, no? Yeah, they were having fun. They were winning by fucking fifty points. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> I bet you the Broncos weren't having fun. You know what? Fuck the Broncos. <laughs> really? Could it be that kind yeah, of night? Sean, you know what? Sean Payton shouldn't open his fucking mouth like he did last year. Okay. What did Sean Payton say? He last said year? two would be benched by week three. Tua is the starting quarterback. Tua went 16 for 16. James Tua, yards. the boxer? No, Tua Tunga Vailoa. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Who? Tua Tunga Vailoa. It sounds like one of the guys in Bad Luck Fale's family in New Japan. <laughs> yeah. You know what? He is actually. For real. Tua yeah. Tunga Bungalunga. No, Tua Tunga Vailoa, not Bungalunga. Vailoa, related to Dave LaGreca's wife, huh? I think it's Violetta. Something like that. Whatever. Anyway, the Dolphins they're all descendants good. of Genghis Khan. That's what I learned. Yep. Dolphins are good. I won some money on my parlay. Oh, boy. Nice. What was your parlay? What'd you take? Oh, God. It was a huge, huge Dolphins parlay. It was like fucking 10 legs. 
Really? And you hit all of them? Yeah. Or, or did you buy back some of them? No, I hit them all. Nice. I turned $4 into $200. Whoa. Look at that. Look at this guy. Do yeah. you think you could fucking buy yourself a new chair? <laughs> My chair is fine. It's just to, so the cats don't destroy it. Don't be concerned with me. I'm good over here. Listen, I couldn't give less of a shit. It was handsome Kevin that was worried about you. I was a little concerned. Yeah. Yeah, you're real. You guys fucking relax with me over. I'm good, man. All right, I get up to take a piss. You don't have to put the camera on my fucking empty chair. I don't know how good he's. Bathroom. I don't know how good he is, man. He's been coughing for two weeks. That's a good point. He has been coughing for two. Have weeks. I coughed once since we started the show? No, because you're sucking on whatever you're sucking on. Lollipop. Oh, a lollipop. Oh, oh. So you're going dual cough drop lollipop action. I yeah, I have another one here just in case I need it. Uh-huh. <laughs> another lozenger. Well, good for you, lozenger. One Thanks. who lozenges. Yeah, is How it are a you lozenge? Is it a one who partakes a in a lozenge is a it's lozenger. A lozenger. <laughs> <laughs> Can we write that down? Oh, what are you want me to write down? Lozenger. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Okay, write that in that in that notepad of yours. Yep, lozenger. <laughs> <laughs> done and done. <laughs> Look, this is very helpful. At the end of the show, when I have to write the fucking description, it's all here. I don't have to think. Oh, no, I was thinking title. I was thinking we got the name of the Yeah, no, the title's already. going here, too. Lozenger. <laughs> How you guys doing? Lozaging along, I guess. Yeah? <laughs> oh, yeah. You don't, as, you don't look as shiny as usual, Tony. Well, I had my gabagool today, so. <laughs> ah, the gabagool. Are we okay to talk Italian today? What, putting A on the end of every word is Italian? Hey, no. I cook at the pizza. I know how you feel when people stereotype you, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brother. We don't want to hurt your feelings, Tony. All that and more. Sure. <laughs> how are you, Kevin? How Garifo, how are you doing, KJG? Oh, I'm good, baby. Excited All for right. the show tonight, my man. All right. Handsome Kevin, how's it going over there in the Minnesota? I know the weather's not the best. No, weather, you know, it's welcome, though, man. As long as it's not, like, if we can stay below 70, I'm pretty happy, but... A little bit of storms coming through, but we're doing well. We're doing good, man. We're doing good. Feeling great. Yeah, you should after that pre-show Hummer your wife gave you. <laughs> That's it. I got to watch it. I have my popcorn and everything. She just came in and just. You missed. Uh, you missed some action, Tony. I got to start logging on earlier. The Survivor Series. She broke out of that egg and gobbledygooked his, his mango. But did she tango. dance with Mean Gene when it was over? <laughs> I don't know. Did Molly, you, did you dance with Mean Gene? The people uh, want to know. <laughs> yeah. uh, we got a fun, a lot of fun show tonight. I watched a lot of wrestling. You did? I did. Let me tell you something right now. MLW, thrilled. Thrilled that Selena De La Renta's back. You want to know why? I know. She's sending that sack of shit microman back to Mexico where he fucking belongs, you shitty midget. Get out of here. <laughs> I went to fucking EW. I was there for 10 hours. I rubbed some elbows with some VIPs. You know, I was Probably like, oh. sucked on your fucking Wahoo sandwich or whatever. That's a tease, Matt. Let's tease that for the show, baby. Oh, yeah. I got scoops galore. <gasps> scoops galore. He ain't what got else? shit. I got talking about. Do you, think that's a, do you think that's a liar right there? Yes, 100%. No, that's, that's rude. Hundred percent. Definitely heavily embellishing, I would say. Oh, no, I, I got I, scoops, bro. 
Oh. Has anything to do with it? That's not nice. Scoops. He probably went for fucking ice cream before the show. That's what he's talking <laughs> about. <laughs> a vanilla and chocolate in a fucking helmet. Uh, well, it was well, an Arthur Ashe helmet. <laughs> oh, I didn't get. Oh, I did get food, but I didn't get any. Of course ice. you did. Yeah, you ate the I wazoo, and it wasn't enough. I was there for fucking ever. Yeah, that's why I don't tailgate. We had this conversation. I know the tailgating was great, and I'll talk all about that when we yes. start the show. Um. But the, the fucking the tapings take fucking forever. It's no, like, God, really? Got your eyeballs out. There was a New Japan show. I watched Ring of Honor. There's WWE to talk about. People got released. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We got an interview. We got Matt. Hold on, I have his name. I got it. Matt I got it right Chern- here. Chernick. Matt Chernick, producer of. Uh, uh, oh, anyway. Bear Bronson is a documentary former guest of the show. That's going to be uh, debuting at the Indie Shorts uh, Film Awards in New York City coming up. Uh, we have the producer, Matt Chernick, the executive producer, Gabriel Moulton, and director Everett Ravens, Ravens <laughs> uh, joining us tonight at 7.30 for a nice little short talk about uh, a nice little mini doc on our, our former guest, Bear Bronson. So that's going to be a lot of fun. All that All and more next Episode 600, 656. That's Crazy Town USA, the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. The following is a presentation of the Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. tuned in live to episode 656 of the shining wizards wrestling podcast coming to you live on social media going with you wherever you go on each one of those streaming and podcasting platforms we got a full house we got guests we got some things to get over 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 i don't even know what the fuck i'm saying let's just jump right into some wrestling talk and talk about wrestling i think i had a stroke tony matt handsome kevin 
KJG. I got a little tongue tied and twisted there, and I'm not the one with the cough tonight, fellas. Yeah, you don't got a lozenger in there. I don't, I don't understand what was going on there. I, I felt good. We were dancing, boogieing a little bit. The girls were back, and I guess it oh, fucked yeah. me all up, man. Yeah, I understand. Fucked you all up. What's yeah, going on, boys? Let's see. Let's see. You are always Ravelry. Matt, is that a Steenwolf shirt you got on? It is. Oh, I will be is. joining the boys at ROH Revelry on Wednesday, by the way. Oh, nice. Yeah. So I'm excited about that. Oh, you're going to ja 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 with everybody? <laughs> what is uh what does fucking Kate have to say? Matt got scoops and did his, didn't shit his pants. W night. There you go. People. People. Oh. People. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am not the most recent pants shitter of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. I believe that distinction goes to a Tony. Yeah, quality over quantity, my friend. <laughs> so why, why I really, we really this misnomer that I shit my pants every week. It's got to mm-hmm. go. Look, who said every week? Pump every brakes. time. Look, <clears throat> Matt mm-hmm. didn't shit his pants. It's a W. When was the last time I shit my pants, people? You tell us. You got to go back in the archives, people. No, you had, you had a you had a duck walk situation recently. You were, I remember you talking about <laughs> a waddle. Yeah. A duck walk and shitting your pants are two completely different things. Yeah, but I think you duck walked for safety precautions. <laughs> yeah, it was during the show. I got up and went, so I didn't shit my pants on the show. Yeah, but every time you get up on the show, you fucking waddle. He's got you there. <laughs> so I walk uh, with a let me see. Brendan Haney, I completely agree. Ice cream is 100% better in a helmet. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the uh, the coolness of the ice cream against the plastic of the helmet. I don't know. Maybe it's the atmosphere. The, cool, the coolness of the ice cream. Yeah, it's ice like it's, cream, man. Yeah, but like eating it out of a paper cup is like better than like eating it out of like uh, uh out of a plastic helmet. It's better than eating out of a paper cup. It's like look, you have a beer. You like you don't pour a beer into a wine glass right no you pour it into a fucking you know into but a where beer are you getting ice cream in paper cups That's uh, dairy queen oh good ah dairy queen i mean i love me a blizzard but i would love me a blizzard more in a fucking helmet i thought it was pl- i thought it was all plastic no no those are paper no, dairy cups. dairy queen is 100 percent paper dots might be paper too yeah, dipping dots. They come in yeah. at a little pl- the dip the ice cream of the future, which has not left the kiosk at the mall in forty years. God, remember when that was all the, the rage back in like what was it early two thousands? Yeah, nineties. Yeah, was they still sell it at NASA when I was at uh when I was at uh, uh what you call it um Kennedy Space Center. Space Center. No, they've changed the name so many times. It used to be Cape Canaveral, then it was Cape Kennedy, then it became Kennedy Space Center. So it's NASA. Or as my wife says, Nassau. Nassau. <laughs> Gotta go to Nassau. Good night, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone's good? Everyone's doing well this week? Yeah. I didn't shit my pants either, so W for me. Yeah. yeah. I mean, minus this awful, terrible weather that we've been having. It hasn't stopped raining. haven't seen the sun in like five days, but other than that. Good fuck the sun. Yeah, comes that, now you know what it's like to live in Seattle. That's right. Yeah, Never that's, to live I, in that's why I don't live in Seattle. Yeah. Well, that's this is why. I was supposed to fucking put in some drainage over the weekend. Couldn't even fucking go in the yard to do that shit because everything's muddy oh, and no. constant rain. Where is your yard? 
You talking about that little patch of grass in the front? No, the backyard. Oh, there's a yard oh, in the back. We okay. didn't get to go in the hatch. We should have gone yeah. in the hatch. We should have saw the hatch. Yeah. 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 Hatch. Oh, there you go. We should have done it proper. Excuse to come back next year. There you go. Not for the barbecue. Not oh. for uh, going to see Kevin Smith and Mike Zapsick. Nope. Come to see, see the backyard. Here. Yep. No. Well, I mean, realistically, like in my mind, that's your yard, right? That little patch of grass in the front of the house. I didn't know you had a back lot. Oh yeah, back lot. Listen to this guy. Did you see the tree? Or is that is that gone? Oh no, the tree's there. Of course, the he saw there. the tree. Yeah. Matt hates that tree. Why do you hate the tree? Right. It's, stupid, it's a stupid fucking tree. The fuck's your problem? It's a fucking tree. Nah, I mean, he's not trees. wrong. My son, when he was real little, that tree was just starting to grow. So he would actually like, it became his tree. Like he'd come home from school. He'd be like, oh, I'm going to go talk to tree. And he would sit down outside and talk to tree. And like <laughs> tree was like his friend. And then when tree was getting too big for his, his spot where he started growing, we <laughs> what? We planted him in the corner of the front yard, and that's trees. where he's thriving, and he's like nine feet tall now. Trees, his friend. <laughs> <laughs> that's the ticket. He was like three or four years old. He'd come home from daycare, and he'd want to go say hi to his tree. I want to go talk to the tree. Yeah. yeah. It's he didn't want to talk like, to mom or dad. not he like he was like 13. I mean, yeah. You don't know what he's doing. What's he doing right now? Talking to tree? Smoking uh, the tree? No, he's upstairs. I don't know. What do you think? He's outside sitting in the rain talking to the tree? Peering out the window, looking at tree lovingly? Yes, maybe he is. I don't know. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How come you never wrote a children's book about that? That's a fucking great idea. I might mm -hmm. have to I might have to become the next uh, great children's author. Oh, oh please. Yes, please. Please become the next great children's author. <laughs> 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 Had so a falafel, talk to a tree. <laughs> I saw this on 4chan. Turn the page. Nope. <laughs> not for children. Like, look what you could do with a tree. <laughs> Visit 4chan, people. It's a good place. You might see Low Life Louie there. Low Life What are you drinking? Some more mud water over there? Always drinking mud water. What do you want me to drink? Oh, I don't know. I drink. So I've got a. I got some water. No seltzers tonight. No, no lemonades. No, no, no. Just a seltzer vehicle. I had to work this morning, and then I had to come home and I had to do bread club with Kieran. How's Kieran doing? I, right? Kieran's great. He got a brand new job. Oh, good for him. I mean, he's doing good. So the the latest installment of the bread club will be dropping this week, and then I had to upload the episode, and then I had to finish doing some show prep for this show. And then before I know it, it was uh, showtime. Oh, I took my pre-podcast shower. No, why? I'm not leaving the house. I'm done. We're in for the night. Oh, boy, are we ever. Yeah. <laughs> We're in for a hell of a night. Oh, oh boy, oh, are we. Oh, oh. I'm excited. Are you? Oh yeah, why not? What's not to be excited right, about? A lot of wrestling talk. You watch. I'm, I want to hear your take on everything that happened in wrestling, especially your AEW Dynamite and Rampage's experience and your scoops. Oh, I got lots of scoops, guys. You can't even don't even know what to do with them. You got a scoop for us that you could drop right now? Uh, do you want a scoop? Yeah, fuck yeah. Who doesn't want a scoop? Scoop. 
Oh God, be careful. Uh, so I found out how, um, how Tony Khan books Ring of Honor, and why uh, Chris Hero is taking over. Okay, was, is that uh, a fact? Yes, that a scoop. As a scoop. Oh man, my sources tell me. Okay, that the you would get to arrive at Collision. And the collision card would be set. And then it was just essentially, all right, who else is here? Let's mix and match them. And that would be the card. Oh, then, then people wonder why nobody fucking really? Ring of Honor. Yes, exactly, T-Donk. Exactly. And so, Vikingo's not allowed to lose because he's the AAA champion. Ooh, that's another scoop. That's Unless it's Kenny Omega. But he's hurt now. He hurt himself on the, on the last ROH taping. Oh, really? What, what did he dive off of? Well, what do you think? The ring to the outside. What did he hit? His head? His hip. Oh, I put my hand upon your hip. When, when I, I dip, dip, you dip, dip, we dip, we dip. You put your hand up on my hip. <laughs> <laughs> I also know. So there's another scoop for you. Okay. I've The John Moxley injury, had it not happened, Shibata would have come out and challenged him to a match at Wrestle Dream. But because John Moxley got injured, Shibata could not come out because New Japan and uh, AAA do not have a very good working relationship. They never have, have they? No, so they're not even allowed to be on the same screen together because people would lose their fucking mind. So that's why it was real awkward and clunky at the end of that match. Awkward and clunky at the end of the match, as opposed to, I don't know, three (laughs) times during the match. At least three times. Well, I I was there live, so I don't know what happened after the three count. What do you mean, what happened? Well, I'm sure the camera didn't show John Moxley not being able to move, so I'm sure it just focused on Phoenix, and it was a lot of nothing. Because they had the filibuster for the extra time that they were losing. Is that why Tony Khan came out and danced? Tony Khan came out and danced at the end of Dynamite. I was getting a chicken sandwich, so I missed that. So your fucking up the wazoo sandwich wasn't enough. You had to plunk down some. How much did they bang you for this chicken sandwich? A chicken sandwich was $18, bro. All right, and what else did you have while you were there? I had a chicken sandwich. Okay. And I had some french fries. Okay. It's probably another 10 bucks for that. And I had a cheeseburger. And that was probably 15 bucks for that. Okay, so we're at about $40 right there, maybe 45 or so. Any beverages? Uh, I think I had a water and a soda. Soda was probably 8 bucks. Water was probably 7 or 8 as well. So we're talking like another 15 16 So you almost dropped, oh, I don't know, say 80 fucking dollars on food <laughs> inside the stadium. You fucking hand job. You, your math is real weird. No, my math is fucking correct. You shit no. on me last week for dropping $80 at the fucking stadium to get food. And here you are going, I had a sandwich and some fries and a cheeseburger and then I got a soda. And... I also tailgated, though. I had my sandwich. <sighs> Holy shit. How many sandwiches do you eat? It was a long day. We got there about 2.30. I ate my sandwich. Then I had some adult drinks. 
Oh, okay. Get, so right? yeah, there you go. And you Did you early? walk around taking your shirt off singing Judas? No, I didn't sing Judas once, buddy. <laughs> Wait, did Jericho not wrestle? Oh, he really came out like fucking four times all night. I didn't sing Judas once. I'm not singing Judas because he's a bad guy. You sang Judas when we saw them at the fucking Wait, no, he's not. center. Yeah, credentials. That was November, September now. Yeah. Wait, do you mean like bad guy, like heel, or just bad guy? No, he's a bad well, guy. Well, he was a heel before the, the turn. Oh, well, yeah. He's not now. Right? No, he still came out and left to fucking stupid Judas, and they came out again. I was like, fuck <laughs> this guy. I'm not singing fucking Judas. <laughs> Sammy Guevara's a bad guy. Yeah, so no, I didn't take off my shirt and walk around saying Judas, Tony. You've been known to do that, dude. No, I have not. You have no. See, this is more slander, false information. I did not sing Judas and rub vanilla soft serve ice cream all over myself on my cruise. (laughs) Yeah, you did. (laughs) False. No, me and Tony talked about it. Remember? Yeah. Oh no, I remember. Yeah. I didn't run into you guys on the boat at all. You were too busy fucking running around with ice yeah. cream on your tits. I don't appreciate that. <laughs> don't appreciate it. You know what I do appreciate, though? What do you appreciate? I appreciate when we go through the week that was professional wrestling and Tony the T Donk Donkster takes us over the top. On Monday Night Raw, Cody Rhodes defeats Dominic Mysterio. Kofi Kingston defeats Ivar. Shinsuke Nakamura defeats Ricochet. That one's by DQ. Chelsea Green and Piper Niven versus Shayna Baszler. And Zoe Stark ended a no contest. Bronson Reed defeats Chad Gable. Becky Lynch defeats Natalia. Tommaso Ciampa defeats Giovanni Vitti. And Drew McIntyre defeats Jey Uso on SmackDown. The LWO defeat the Street Profits. And a women's title match, EO Sky defeats Asuka. Austin Theory and Grace Waller defeat the Brawling Brutes. And on NXT, more global, global heritage <laughs> bullshit. Butch defeats Tyler Bate. Duke Hudson defeats Joe Coffey. Roxanne Perez defeats Lola Vice. Carmelo Hayes defeats uh, or uh, Dominic Basio goes to a no contest. More global bullshit. Joe Coffey defeats Duke Hudson. And Becky Lynch and Lyra oh, yeah, defeat Kiana James and Tiffany Stratton. Oh, yeah. Tony, <laughs> over the top, me, babe. Baby koalas are fed poo by their parents after they are born which helps them digest eucalyptus leaves later in life. So the next time someone tells you to eat shit, they might actually be trying to help you. <laughs> or they might be a koala bear. Ooh. Might be Emma. She lost her job too, didn't she? Oh, yeah, she did. We're going to talk about that. Over in AEW World Dynamite at the Arthur Ashe Grand Slam, <laughs> Eddie Kingston defeated Claudio Castagnoli to become the ROH World Champion. Chris Jericho defeated Sammy Guevara. The AEW International title changed hands as Ray Phoenix defeated John Moxley. Soraya was successful defending the women's title against Tony Storm. And MJF beat Samoa Joe to retain his uh, AEW world title. Over on Rampage, Mike Santana defeated Boulder. 
Hook, Chris Statlander, and Orange Cassidy defeated Angela Parker, Anna Jay, and Matt Minardi. Darby Allen and Sting defeated Christian Cage and Luchasaurus. Your Ring of Honor World six-man titles changed hands as the elite Adam Page, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson defeated the Mogul Embassy, Bishop Khan, Brian Cage, and Toe Leone. Uh, Julia Hart defeated Sky Blue for the Righteous. They became the number one contenders to the Ring of Honor World Tag Team titles as they defeated the Best Friends, the Hardys, and the Kingdom in a four-way dance. And your AEW Trios Matt, uh, title was on the line as Billy Gunn of the Acclaim successfully uh, defended against the Dark Order, Alex Reynolds, Evil Uno, and John Silver. On collision, we have a brand new AEW TNT champion as Christian Cage defeated Luchasaurus and Darby Allen. Hook and Rob Van Dam defeated Angel Angela Parker and Matt Minardi. Julia Hart defeated Kira Hogan. Jay White defeated Andrade El Idolo. FTR successfully defended the World Tag Team titles against the Workhorsemen. And in a Texas death match, Brian Danielson defeated Ricky Starks. T-Donk, take it over the top. I never thought I would have heard Hart defeated Hogan in 2023, <laughs> but here we are. The average American pro baseball player earns $2.3 million a year. A Costa Rican worker who makes baseballs earns about twenty-seven fifty annually. Yeah, but is this guy batting three hundred, selling tickets to stadiums, and winning pennants? I think not. <laughs> Tony, we never heard Hart beating Hogan ever, so I think we're I think we're good. Uh, let's head on over to Ring of Honor in an ROH Pure Title match. Shibata defeats Nick Wayne Diamante over Katie Bright. Lee Moriarty with Shane Taylor defeats Lee Johnson. Mercedes Martinez defeats Trisha Dora in an ROH Women's World title match. Athena gets a W over Angelina Love. Kara Hogan, Sky Blue, Will Nightingale defeat Charlotte Renegade, Layla Hirsch, and Robin Renegade. Uh, Ethan Page over VSK. Alijo Del Vikingo, Gravity, and Metalik defeat the Spanish Announce Project. Angelico, Angelico, uh, Sir, Sir Pentipico, and, along, and oh God, and Tony Nice. Uh, Action, Tony Andretti, nice. <laughs> Action Andretti and Darius Martin defeat Cole Carter and Griff Garrison uh, with Maria Canellas bennett Interesting. Uh, RH World six-man tag title match. The Mogul Embassy defeat the Infantry uh, and Willie Mack. Tony, after that honorable rundown, take us over the top. Big mother effing Keith Lee has more five-star matches than Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. September 3rd, 2017, Donovan Dijak versus Keith Lee at Pro Wrestling Gorilla's Battle of Los Angeles Night 3. Wow. Next. <laughs> All right. We're keeping it right here for Impact Wrestling and an Ultimate X match. Alan Angels defeats Ace Austin, Mike Bailey, Rich Swan, Samurai Del Sol, and Zachary Wentz, Jake something over Dirty Dango. Eric Young defeats Kenny King by disqualification. Then Team Canada, Eric Young and Scott Diamore defeat Kenny King and Sheldon Jean by DQ. And then America's Most Wanted, Chris Harrison, James Storm, along with Team Canada, Eric Young and Scott Diamore defeat the design, Diener and Khan, Kenny King and Sheldon Jean. <sighs> Take a breath. <laughs> Josh Alexander defeats Trey Miguel and Awesome Kong, Gail Kim, Jordan Grace, Mickey James, and Trinity defeat Angelina Love, Deanna Parazu, Giselle Shaw, uh, Savannah Evans, and Tasha Steeles. Oh, that was a lot to get through. Tony, please take me over the top. This is so perfect. If I were a female wrestler and I had terrible hygiene, my name would probably be Sasha Stanks. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> if you were polite, you'd be Sasha Thanks. <laughs> if I was in the army, I'd be Sasha Tanks. <laughs> we could do this. If you were being, you were being naughty, you'd need some Sasha Spanks. Uh, <laughs> if I was in the mood for stink, I'd be Sasha Flanks. <laughs> Out of here. Every night you're you're Sasha Wanks. Uh, uh, <laughs> you. If you were impotent, you'd be Sasha Blanks. <laughs> Got him. I broke HK. <laughs> ROA Cavalry. If she was in prison, she would be Sasha Shanks. <laughs> Like Peterson, if you were an actor, you'd be Sasha Hanks. <laughs> if she was into construction, she'd be Sasha Planks. <laughs> if she was made out of steel, she'd be Sasha Clanks. Uh, <laughs> This was a, if she was a top five uh, Kevin list, she'd be a uh, Sasha Ranks. <laughs> Lucky. Oh Oof. my God. If she was on Jackass, she'd be Sasha Pranks. <laughs> Kate Hensler, if she was gracious and British, she'd be Sasha Fanks. If she but was very Haney. tall, she'd be Sasha Lanks. <laughs> Brendan Haney, if she got up too early, she would be Sasha Cranks. <laughs> Asian Joe, if she was a hot dog, she would be Sasha Franks. <laughs> How have we not done these before? We had to. <laughs> My God, man. <laughs> wow. Next. On MLW, Love Doug defeats Little Guido. Ichiban defeats Nola Katano. In a non-title match, Akira defeats or Akira and Matthew Justice goes to no contest. On NWA Power, uh, women's title number one contendership triple threat match, Ruthie J defeats Misa Kate and Natalia Markova. Zion defeats Boz. Tom Lederbord defeats Rush Freeman. And Magic Inc. defeat La Rebellion. Tony. Take me over the top. Orgasms can lower a woman's risk of heart disease, stroke, breast cancer, and depression. With that being said, I can only offer this advice to wrestling fans out there. Stop eating and start showering. <laughs> New Japan Destruction in Kobe 2023. The Bullet Club War Dogs, Clark Connors and Driller Maloney. Defeated the Black Kevin Knight and Tiger Mask. <laughs> Just five guys, Yoko Sonata and Takamishinoku, defeated the House of Torture, Dixigo, Evil, and Yujiro Takahashi. The Gorillas of Destiny. Again. <laughs> the Gorillas of Destiny, El Fantasmo, Hikuleo, Jado, Tamatanga, and Tangalo, defeated the Bullet Club, Alex Coglin, Chase Owens, David Finley, Gabe Kid, and Jado. Chaos, Leo Rush, and Yo defeated Los Ingrenobles, De Hapon. Bushi and Hiromu Takahashi 
TMDK, Bad Dude Tito and Zack Sabre Jr. defeated the team of Kazuchika Okada and Big Tom Ishii in New Japan Pro Wrestling title. No time limit. Seconds handcuffed match. Show defeated Tai Chi. We have a new uh, King of Pro Wrestling champion. Your IWGP tag team titles were on the line. Bishimon was successful against TMDK, Mikey Nichols, and Shane Haste. Shingo Takagi defeated the Great Okan. Your IWGP World Heavyweight Championship number one contenders match. Naito defeated Hula Hula the Pineapple Man. And in your main event, the IWGP UK Heavyweight Championship, Will Ospreay defeated Yoda Suji. Tony, take us over the top. I end this week with a haiku. You like John Moxley? Then you know what that makes you. A fucking loser! Uh, Let's just put a bow on this. Uh, Brendan Haney, if she was a huge pair of jeans, she would be Sasha Jenks. (laughs) Mike Peterson, if she smoked weed, she would be Sasha Danks. And Kate Hensler, if she couldn't float, she would be Sasha Sanks. (laughs) (laughs) Until next Um, week, folks. Sometimes they really fucking work. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We got a couple minutes before uh, our guests arrive. Uh, Anything that we could keep short and sweet? A little conversation piece, gentlemen, you want to talk about? What if... Does does Sasha Banks have a cameo? What if we paid Sasha Banks to read all these? I bet you her cameo is expensive. It's probably a lot, right? It can't be as much as the one MLW is paying for Don King, though. Ah, he's still do- he's still doing that, dude. It's fucking bad. It's so bad. Search for what would she be? Mercedes Monet. Oh yeah, good call. Here comes the Monet. Don, Don, Don. Here Monet. comes the Mercedes. Mercedes motiva- motivation. Oh, <laughs> that's positive. Two hundred and twenty-two dollars for a personal video. Would it be worth it? What if we? If, can we start a GoFundMe to, to get two hundred twenty-two dollars to get does to it read all that, these? Does it have that extra charge? Where if it's for a for a promotional piece, uh, it doesn't say. She okay. could send you a message for twenty dollars. Yeah, <laughs> twenty-four hour delivery. Average video is fifty-one seconds. Hmm. How many? How many do you think we can get out of fifty-one seconds of those? A she lot, also right? has to read the note and then make she like she has to be okay to do it. I think she'd love it. Think we could get her to dance like the uh, European girls? Hmm. Just have her say you're watching Shiny Wizards and just have her fucking do this shit. God, that's fucking horrible. <laughs> I love it. She still she doesn't do that anymore, though, does she? No. She's got the bad wheel. She can't probably can't do that. With this, she can't do this. With she the can't bad do wheel. this. I don't know what that. Uh, I mean, you want the full. Oh, like the hip? I don't like know. The, like the like the hip, like yeah, maybe. Yes, we want I don't it. know. We want it all. That's what we want. For two hundred twenty-two dollars, you're fucking right. I do. <laughs> Monet, That's a lot. Hook, that is a lot. Personal video. She's she's she probably gets it too, man. It's such an arbitrary yeah, number does. too. Yeah. She's got I think a, it's a lot of twenty-two. Uh, probably the portion that goes to uh, 
back to cameo. Probably make it a nice even number that comes into her her pocket. Right. She has 109 reviews. She's almost at five stars. Almost. Wow. I want to know the bad review. Yeah, who didn't give her five stars? We got to see that. Bad review folly. Uh, She got two ones. Let's see if I could. Can I isolate? Oh, yeah, I can isolate them. Hold on. Didn't even say what I typed at all. Extremely disappointed. We'll be asking for a refund. Tried to get something nice for Christmas, but all I got was money taken and insulted and blocked. Monet taken. Whoa, 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 whoa. $450 for 25 seconds? I guess she came down on her price a little bit. A huge fan, but super disappointed. If you make much more money than I do, go for it. I don't, I don't know. Dude, she used to be 450 That was probably at her height in WWE. You would Good imagine, God. right? Still not worth it. Oh, no. No, no. no cameos are worth it unless they're, like, hysterical. Well, the one time I plunked down money for the Godfather for we didn't we get one we got one for Phil. To wish you him, got one for Phil. Yeah, for yeah. like his happy birthday or something. I don't think it was more than forty or fifty bucks for yeah, the happy Godfather. Happy birthday! Don't kill yourself on the bus. Oh, <laughs> Again with this nonsense. Smoke weed every day. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. How do you guys feel about Cameo? Matt, would you ever purchase a Cameo for somebody, or have you ever purchased a Cameo? Yeah, I purchased a bunch of Cameos when we did the Kevin versus Kate thing. Oh, that's right. Didn't Kate bought Kate bought one from, what's his name? Um, fucking Slicey Slice of Pizza guy. What the fuck's his name? Nick Gage. Yes, that's right. I got one for Nick Gage for the fucking, that's where fuck the Shining Wizards come from. Is that the one? Oh, that was the one. That was it. Gotcha. That's a cameo, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And then she got me a Dave LaGreca one after I smashed uh, my heart rate monitor. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then a bunch of them got me a Dalton Castle one for my birthday. To the castle! (laughs) You had multiple Dalton Castle cameos. I had one. Oh, one. Oh, but a bunch of people chipped in and got it? Yeah. Gotcha, 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 gotcha. That's fun. Wait, yeah. wait, wait. All right. there's, there's, there's a couple of comments here. Whoever got Nick Gage helping their kid learn how to potty train was worth it. We need to see that. Is that available? Can we pull that up? Is that a thing? I need yeah, to see so- Nick Gage calling some little kid a motherfucker, telling him how to shit. Oh, you think he used foul language with a child? Listen, kid, pull down your motherfucking pants. <laughs> Easy with that. Uh, yeah, put, him, put him over your fucking head and rob a bank. <laughs> Soundbite right there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got. I think everybody's in the queue. Do we want to bring in our guests? Let's do it. No, let's let him sit there for another hour. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. You got to sit there, guys. <laughs> All right. I'm going to bring in Matt first. Yeah. Matt looks like he's talking already, but he's not in. Yeah. Right, I'm bringing <laughs> him in. There he is. Sure. Sorry, I was, up, I was uh I was thoroughly enjoying the Nick Gage potty train conversation over there. <laughs> we we do right, we Alex. we absolutely need the video on that. You're not wrong. <laughs> What's up, buddy? How you been? I'm good, man. Life's good. Um I'm I'm excited about this one. Uh this is this uh this is a project uh uh Gabe Gabe Moulton brought this to me in uh winter right. 2020. Like early right, on, hold, hold that thought. Turn. Let's bring everyone else yeah. in. Copy. Okay, let's bring in Everett here. Hello, Everett. What's up, everybody? Hey, man. 
What's up, Everett? Welcome to the show, man. Thank you. Thank you. Happy to be here. And we're bringing Gabe, and everybody's here. It's like a party. What's up, everyone? It's a big party. Uh, We're uh, very happy to welcome the the head honchos, if you will, of uh, a product, uh, a production called Bear Bronson, which will be debuting at the New York Indie Shorts Film Festival on September 30th uh, at Cinema Village. Uh, Matt Chernick, longtime friend um, who uh, is uh, the producer of the vehicle. Executive producer is Gabriel Moulton and director Everett Ravens. Uh, Welcome, guys. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I want to thank you guys for doing this. Bear Bronson is a friend of the show, former guest of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. So, Matt, I didn't mean to cut you off, so go ahead and continue with what you were about to tell us before we brought in your compadres here. Uh, this was this is a project that um, Gabe down there actually brought to me. I think it was, it was like February 2020, and he said, "I, I want to do I want to do a short doc about wrestling." And <clears throat> you know, at the time, it's early 2020, so life is still normal and normal. And, uh, of course, everything hits the fan, March, and uh, we, we sort of tabled it for a while. And I think summer 2020, Gob came back to me like, hey, let's, uh, let's, let's do this thing. And we, we wanted to tell a story. We just, at first, we really didn't know what that was. And we had kind of, we had a meeting about everything and came up with, like, just tons of ideas. And, and you know, like, the world was your oyster, but you're also still, during COVID, kind of confined to staying within the area, what's local, and really just, you know, what you can get in a way that is feasible and, and works logically with your day-to-day and, and everything going around you. And um, we discussed like several, several different wrestlers and we kind of talked to a few to sort of like get an in and a foot in the door to understand like what we we're up against as far as the industry goes, which was a lot easier than you'd expect. I, I mean, you guys probably know wrestlers are very receptive to fans usually. So it was, it was a lot easier than, than I initially thought it would be. And I scouted Bear, I scouted Bronson in Boulder on the boardwalk in Atlantic City in 2020, August. And um, it's a 100-degree day, and there's 30 to 40 people in the crowd. And everyone who everyone who, who played that day played it like they were in front of 30 to 40,000 people. And it was, it was beautiful to see, very, very artistic, very, I mean, just amazing. And... Um, you know, uh, Bronson agreed to to do the, to do the shoot with us, and we got to Ocean Gate, New Jersey, and um, you know, we we filmed him for the whole the whole day, pretty much. We got there super early, and we we followed him throughout the day. And afterwards, you know, we had all this footage. We had like four and a half, five hours of footage that we needed to bring down to like under ten minutes to make it a short. And um, you know we had so much going on in our own lives and our own like careers elsewhere that we uh, we had to sit on it for a while and then finally we realized we have so many ideas but we have too many ideas and we're kind of a little bit too close to this thing so um we sort of handed the project off to everett and everett and matt uh his editor really like really took it across the goal line so so gabriel what did you grow up a, a lifelong are you a lifelong wrestling fan first I was, yeah. I grew up uh, in the 90s, so naturally, like, I grew up watching Raw is War every single Monday night, and when SmackDown was launched, um, I had literally every single toy um, that existed, wrestling toy, and I would just, like, I think this was, like, my first way into storytelling was, like, doing, you know, like, my own WrestleMania in my bedroom every single night. Um and I probably played with those toys for too long. And then when I got to high school, I realized, hey, 
you know, I should probably start making videos and started doing that instead. Um, but I've been a lifelong wrestling fan. I, I wrestled in high school. I kind of lost my love for professional wrestling um, in high school um, when I started to get into more <laughs> high school wrestling. Um, but I've been kind of reinterested in everything um, around it. And I think one of the most like the things that interested me most is like the ability for a character to be themselves at the same time as another character, kind of a Dr. Mm -hmm. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And I wanted to explore that um, in in this character and then in other characters and similar stories. So let me ask you this real quick, and I'm not sure, I believe I gave, but this is a, a question that should be directed at, at you. How difficult is it to film all of this footage, hours upon hours of footage, and then condense it down to under, I mean, the video itself was like six and a half minutes or something like that, to that nature. How, how um, and I'm sorry, not video, the documentary, uh, six and a half minutes. So how difficult is that to do? Yeah, it's a good question. I think like, I've been over ambitious in the past. And one thing we wanted to do here was be as simple as possible. And the end of the day, it's like only one day of footage. Right. And we asked bear, like we only did two interviews with bear. So we wanted to keep it a super simple format. Like I've done, uh, and my mom and dad are documentary filmmakers. So I've been around it for a long, long time, but I've done like one film that I failed in making. And it was a huge lesson. We shot like 26 days and the intention was to make like a 15 to 20 minute short that was in incredibly difficult to cut down, right? I think the story was pretty clear here. And I, I think maybe Everett can speak a little bit more to that question in particular. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, okay. I think, go ahead, Kevin. Okay, so Everett, I was gonna get uh, to about, um, this question real quick. Uh, and just in terms of, first of all, your experience with wrestling are you, are you strictly a film guy or do you also have a, a, at least an interest in professional wrestling? And also, what was it like to direct a business that, a, a film about a business that is pretty much supposed to be not real life? You know what I'm saying? Like, so how did, how did that all come together for you and what was your experience with that? Yeah, I, I mean, my experience with wrestling, uh, similar to, to, I guess, like all of us, we kind of grew up in that that golden age of, of wrestling. And uh, I think, honestly, uh, when mankind was thrown off of that cage, uh, all, all those years back at that WrestleMania, and like everyone thought he died or something, like, that was like the last memory I really have of wrestling. Uh, my brother was kind of into it. Matt and I were friends in kind of middle school through high school. So he definitely championed the, the wrestling fan, um, sort of in the friend group. Um, I then kind of took a path into sort of commercial and music video stuff kind of after high school um and more recently have been doing like a lot of documentary work uh gabriel and i have i think filmed three documentaries this year um aside from the bear bronson and i think a lot of the right. documentary subjects like what interests us is doesn't really matter how crazy or <laughs> wild the subject matter is but sort of how do we tie it back to these themes of like humanity and things that we're all sort of dealing with um, I think identity is like a huge uh, theme that is a through line in a lot of my films. So to sort of, you know, take the approach of uh, a wrestler and kind of get, um, you know, it's like, it was really important for me to be able to take all this footage that we, that we sort of like ask all of these questions and really kind of like scattershot potentially like what the film could have been about. 
And then with uh, Gabriel and our editor, uh, Matt Maltese, um, who has worked on a couple of my projects, we kind of had a flow for how we take um, sort of sound bites and video clips and then organize it into, uh, you know, like a like an image string out or some sort of like initial cut. Um, but yeah, I don't know if that answers the question. It, it, it certainly does. Sort I should also <laughs> mention that, that Gabriel, I mean, um, uh, Gabriel is also the uh, owner and operator of Daydream Studios, right, Gabe? Correct. Yeah. What's that like? How's that being like a boss and also kind of like, you know, uh, you know, a, a fan? It sucks. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I, I it's, there's, it's like a super glorified thing. Like I've always dreamed of owning my own production company. Right. And then when you get down to it, and I have two amazing business partners, Johnny being the creative side and Blaze being the operation side. But when it comes down to it and like, I mean, all of us have dealt with this in different industries and capacities, but when it comes down to it, running employees and trying to maintain creative at the same time is this balance that always, you know, competes with each other. But like, for example, this project, I used to be at a production company in New York. Um, I'm not going to name the name of it, but for a long time, they, like I was pushing when I was there that they would start allowing their employees, including myself to make passion projects. And this project was founded out of a pitch of that. So I put a pitch together at my old company um, and it kind of outlined a story that was maybe going to target someone who is more of a hardcore wrestler, something a little bit more bloody. And it's not to say that bear doesn't do that. Cause I know right. he does that at times. Um, but uh, that project was rejected at my old company um, because he's like, I'm not going to allocate resources to this. I'm not going to allocate money to this. Um, and that's kind of like one of the many things that has motivated me and my new company to allow our employees to uh, make their passion projects because it only makes our company culture better and then also our creative output better. And like, for example, this amongst other projects that Everett's mentioned um, have, you know, hit some really big film festivals this year and allows us to bring that same integrity to our commercial work. So, yeah. Churn. Yes, me and Churn go way back, by the way. I don't know if Everett and Gabe know that. I'm me so Chern... sorry. Yeah. <laughs> me, me and no, actually, this is, this is, this is interesting because I wanted to like, this is, this is like a culmination for me because Everett and I made a, a movie called Ice Cream Wars 2 in 2003 about rival ice cream uh, rival ice cream gangs and this is completely born out of grand theft auto vice city at the time and gob and i tried to make a, a short in 2007 called the rogue which uh i don't even know if you remember that but we, we got a little we got a little distracted while we were making that one but kevin and i have known each other since 2010 when i was bar backing in egan's so this is like a nation, just like people I know in the area all coming together on like one thing. That's awesome. Man. I worked and at Egan's. That... Kevin, I wonder if I met you. I worked at, at Egan's. All right, so oh. this, this was West Orange. West, a copy. Yeah. <laughs> Montclair. So, so Churn, let me ask you this. Why, yeah. um, why Bronson? All right. So, um, I mean, you gotta remember, like I was talking about earlier with logistics and everything, it's COVID when we, when we decide we're actually going to go into production on this thing. And, um, one of the things we were trying to trying to figure out was who locally has a story that we can, that we can showcase. And 
and we'd come up with a couple names and like our big i think at the time our name that we wanted to get was sandman because he's not that far he's fairly local to us and we were like that that's an interesting character that guy's seen it all he's done it but um you know as, as we kept progressing we things changed a little bit like at one point i think we were trying to get um one person who was like you know a little bit for lack of a better term more of a grizzled veteran and we were going to get somebody who was coming like an up-and-comer in the business and then somebody who was just starting out um and we we talked to we talked to some people i think i talked to to big jeff noise and um i talked to, to uh to nikki duke which i know she she was just trying to get her career back on track at the time and again very local to us too um and she she's amazing i don't know if you guys you guys are familiar with her she's in the area but nikki duke is amazing um and kind of from there i kept thinking about who who do we know and i worked on a i had worked on a job with uh with bronson's brother john in like or like early 2019 and he had seen i was a man rose t-shirt or hoodie at the time because i was obsessed with her don't ask why um and oh, he was like he, we all lie and <laughs> he was like do you know who that is like i don't know i guess he thought i just liked the shirt um and i was like yeah yeah i love her and he's like well my brother's a, brother's a wrestler and he started mentioning his brother is bear bronson and his tag partner bear, bear boulder and they were bear country and so when when i started that far back i contacted john and i was like hey like i don't know if he'd be interested in anything and um john put me in touch with 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 joe with 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 bear and um from there we kind of just we we went back and forth on the phone a few times and he was very like you know very very receptive he was like very very down to do it and he was also down to help like he 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 told me he's like hey i got like pipelines with some people like if you need to you know talk to so and so for for this project like i can probably i can probably get you with them um and then we kind of realized that we 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 had enough i think to just go with a story about bear and um one of the things i love about it is you know he talks about like just his love and passion and, and the sacrifice he has to, to do what he does and, and sharing that love and passion with everybody and i think that that's that's one of the very beautiful things about just community in general but in, in this world that's one of the most beautiful things that we have i was going to ask this, Go ahead. Oh, sorry, ahead, sorry, handsome Kevin. In the in the short Bear Bronson um, that you guys created, it, was there anything that you had to leave on the cutting room floor or something you wish you had uh, put in that uh, you know you we uh, we might have got a kick out of or or would have been uh, interesting to see? Um, I mean, yeah. Anytime you have four and a half hours of footage and you're trying to cut it down into, you know, like six or seven minutes, you're going to, you're going, you're going to run into that. And I think, um, he, he gave us a lot, like as far as, as far as the content of his interviews and, and the way that he spoke about business and his understanding of the business, it, he, he gave us a lot. Um, and I think in terms of, in, in terms of the story we wound up telling and how we had to tell it, some of that stuff had to get cut out. I think just to add to that too, there was so many like micro stories around the specific event that we were at um, that could have been told as a much larger story. Like I believe that, um, and Matt, feel free to add context to this because I don't have a perfect memory always. But uh, it was a pro like it was a charity event that was for um, raising money for a specific disease. Matt, correct? I think I, I think it was I think it was either for the disease or for the kid himself. 
Yeah. And so and, like we, we decided that it didn't make sense to include too much inclusion of that because it just distracted from like, we were telling the story of bear, right. But there was bigger stories and probably more important stories that we just like had some footage of, but probably couldn't get deep enough on as well as like, you know, we were there in the middle of 2020. Was it 2020? Yeah. It was, we October, the, it was yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Ev. No, it was in the middle of 2020, 2020. Yeah, and so we were like there in the middle pandemic of pandemic time in the New York metro area. Yeah, and that was like a whole nother story itself. You had like this clashing culture of like people that were gathering outside, you know, like, but we didn't tell the story of like what that time was for like live performance or wrestling in general. We kind of just left that out and put that date there because we all know at that time, like event after event after event was canceled. And for, I can't imagine how tough that was on people that were running the circuit in indie wrestling. Right. So there was larger stories at play there. Yeah, there was, I just, I think it comes across a bit in some of what bear talks about of what he gets from wrestling and why he continues to wrestling. But like uh, as an outsider to the sort of world of wrestling, seeing this collection of people coming together for this one kid, this one purpose, like, you really get a sense of support and community. Um, and I think for me, when I went back to the cutting room floor, you know, the editing room, and I was like, what is the story I want to tell? It's about like why this guy continues doing what he's doing, even though he's sort of like on this uphill journey. Uh, and the film sort of like concludes in a really interesting way, sort of showing what happens when you continue sort of pursuing what your interests are and what, and what fulfills you or what brings you into community. And um, I think in the end, like it was really successful sort of telling the story of what the event was, but through Bear's words of the importance um, and significance of wrestling to him, his life, his family, etc. So we are on the line right now or joining us right now, Matt Chernick, producer, executive producer, Gabriel Moulton and director Everett Ravens of Bear Bronson, which will be premiering at the New York Indie Shorts uh, Film Festival that will be on September 30th. Session three, 445. Get your tickets. Uh, we'll post the link everywhere. Uh, it's Indie Shorts Awards, New York. I'm sorry, it's film. It's uh, it just scrolled across on the bottom. You'll see it. Trust me, you'll see it. Uh, if any if anyone of you guys want to actually drop the website, the full website, that's fine. Um, so go so go ahead, but it's gonna scroll across right here in a second. Uh, that's session three, uh, HTTP, uh, filmfreeway.com slash indie shorts awards slash tickets. If you guys, and I'll go around and I'll start with Everett, then I'll go to the other two of you guys. If there's one thing you would want people to take away from this short, uh, what would it be? Um, find people that support what you love. Churn. Uh, to me, it, it's all about dreams. And it's uh, whatever whatever the hell your dream is, go the fucking distance and get them. I would say find something weird and own it. Don't always be yourself. There's different versions of yourself. And the more that you explore those characters, the more that you can become a better character at your core. So uh, I actually saw, I saw uh, Bronson this past Sunday uh so i told him i was having you guys on he's very excited about it and you could tell that this was 2020 just by his hair 
and how different he looks now. Uh, he looks very. So he it, looks very young. Well, that one that one that I wanted to mention was that he's since then like he just we got him October twenty twenty and he just took off since then and he's like he just seemed he's in an amazing place physically uh, and mentally and and probably spiritually as well like he just. He, I think he's lost like 70 pounds, man. He's doing well. He just got engaged, man. Good for him. Yeah. No, we talked about all that stuff. And uh, he was really happy that we were going to have you guys on. We're going to probably isolate the interview and send it to him, and he'll probably give a listen to it. Um, so real quick, anything you guys want to leave anybody with, we'll plug it. As, uh, when you guys are done, we'll plug it uh, to the heck all, all day. Uh, so anything you guys want to leave um, people, talk, talk them into the room, basically. One more thing I want to mention, and we've got a big announcement. Big announcement coming up. We can't try, we can't say anything until the 29th, but big announcement coming up. Uh, you should you should come you should come to Cinema Village on on Saturday. You should see this movie, man. You, you're gonna love the lineup, everything with it. But this movie is gonna make you want to go out and and live your fucking dream. Nice. Well, there's a very special festival. That w- that will will also be in that. Sort of. No. Oh boy. We lost you, Everett. Yeah. No. <laughs> all right. It's perfect. Gabriel, why don't you why don't you close us out here, bud? No, I appreciate you all. Thanks for having us on. It's a pleasure. Big fan of your podcast. Big fan of what you all are doing. And like, I hope that people see this film. And we're gonna keep making stuff. I hope that everyone keeps doing what they love and thank you so much for having us on. No problem. Turn. I'll talk to you soon, buddy. Uh, guys, thank you so very much for, for being here. Later. Thank you for having us, man. Bye. Thank you guys. Thanks Be well. Good luck. You. Yes. Likewise. All right. Oh, all right. So that was Matt, Gabriel and Everett. Uh, Independent Short Film Awards, Bear Bronson. So go check that out September 30th, 445 at Cinema Village, 2022, uh, 22 East 12th Street in New York City, baby. East 12th Street in New York City. That was that was pretty fun. Yes. I concur. I, I do, too. I love it. I concur. It. Uh, I, have, uh, I, have the, uh, I have the Nick Gage cameo. <laughs> you pulled it up. You got it? All right. Have it. Uh, let me see. It's been a while since I've used the cord. Let me know if you guys can hear this. Hey, Ava, it's Nick Gage. How are you doing? Uh, your parents are telling me you're having a hard time uh, getting toilet trained. Well, I'll tell you what. I was in the same boat myself. My mom took me forever to potty train me. But you got to do it. So just keep asking. Uh, excuse me. Keep listening to your mom to keep using that bathroom and eventually you would get this thing down pat. Stay strong. Ava, stay strong. Nick Gage. Hey, Ava, it's Nick Gage. What the fuck? Hey, Nick. How how does he blame that on his mother? My mother took forever to potty train me? (laughs) Fuck. What? MDK that motherfucking toilet. Yeah, he didn't even end with an MDK all fucking day. I'm thinking he's still working on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oof. Yeah, that wasn't. I was expecting a lot more. Yeah, it wasn't great. Nah, it wasn't like a fucking Walmart. 
What did you want him to do? <laughs> I don't know. Not fucking do cameos at a Walmart. Do you, do you want like what is it for whom the bell tolls like behind him and like uh, hey take your motherfucking shit in the motherfucking toilet? <laughs> yeah, kind of. Bomb, bomb, bomb. If you if you are fucking you're this is the Nick Gage that is presented to us and every fucking cameos are fuck the motherfucking shining wizards MD fucking day all day every day every K alright you fucking cell block G all my homies you better fucking listen and they're like hey uh hey uh excuse, sorry don't mind this Walmart employee make sure you use your potty right <laughs> and Kev did you ever see the um the Saturday, did you watch Saturday Night Live? Did you ever see the Andy Samberg, like Mark Wahlberg talks to animals skit? Anyone ever see that? No. He's kind of like, he's like, hey kid, why don't you shit in the toilet? I like your beard. Say hello to your mother for me. Because my mother sucks. Like, it was like, it was so like not Nick Gage. I was not expecting that at all, Matt. No, it was, I was, I'm actually disappointed. I'm fucking annoyed that I played it, to be honest with you. <laughs> I think it was worth I feel it. Like I, I feel like I've let everybody in the room down. Hey, Nelly. No, you didn't. He did. Yeah, Nick Gage let me down. MDK all fucking day. Nelly's here. Watch me stick this pen in her asshole. (laughs) My fucking mom took for fucking ever. (laughs) I just don't know how you blame your mother on that. (laughs) I mean, who else? You can't blame yourself. You can't potty train yourself. You can blame yourself. Hold on. Blue light special. Aisle four. It's not a fucking, like, it's not that, it's not that hard to comprehend. There's a toilet. That's where you go. Do you think his mother's lack of ambition and training him to use the toilet led him to the life that he leads today? <laughs> I think it might have fucking drugs. <laughs> yeah, but you know, like like he was fucking getting high somewhere, just talking to some complete strangers, going, Yeah, my motherfucking mother didn't help me take a fucking shit when I was fucking three. Uh yeah, and he's fucking doing fucking drugs and shit in his pants. I don't know what to do. Yeah, he's like, Can you help me out? Next bump's on me. Motherfucker, <laughs> light tubes for everybody, bro. <laughs> hey, guess what? Uh, guess what's taking place this weekend? The tournament oh. of death, XPW back in Nork. Oh, you guys want to go to the Heart Ballroom? You probably I gotta should. Work Saturday. <laughs> I don't know what I was trying to pull up, but I accidentally went to XPW streaming. <laughs> And it came up. It's this fucking weekend. What's the name of this gem? Is Tom Lattimore wrestling? South of Heaven. Hey. Well. Drake tell you right now, hold on. Coming off the heels of I Hope You Die. Shalom wants to know if I'm going. If he wants to come up from Philly, I'll go. <laughs> a few unanswered questions remain. Schlack, Tessa Blanchard, Alex Cologne, Maga Butcher, Cat Martini, Lou Dark Shatine. Isn't Lou Dark hot? Didn't we have this conversation? I don't know. Lou Dark Shatane, right? You can yeah, you can still get ringside. They're fucking eighty one dollars and fifty cents. Oh no, Lou Dark Lou Dark is the 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 Mexican chick with the mask. That's right. right, Eighty one fifty to sit ringside. Gotta be eighty for the ticket, dollar fifty for the fee. General admission. $80. Eighty dollars. So the the twenty tickets they'll sell will make them a nice little chunk of change, I guess. No, general admission. One person that's buying eighty dollars tickets to an independent. Oh no, there's a lot of ringside seats. One, two that look like they've already been bought. Yeah, 
Oh they, yeah, this whole this whole side's almost sold out. Yeah, people go to this shit, man. Eighty dollars? Like we make fun of it, but dude, there's people that love XPW and they love this hardcore shit, man. They go out. Balcony. I'm not like. Go ahead. Oh. Balcony standing room only forty one fifty. Just think, Matt, you could have skipped those cheeseburgers and fucking <laughs> that yeah. chicken sandwich. <laughs> you could have fucking went to the hard ballroom this weekend. I got to work this weekend with a fucking wazoo in your pocket. Yo, the oh, XBW at the Hart Ballroom could would end up costing Matt more than AEW at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. LA. Like, just oh. think about that. Like, oh. poor Nelly. No, not poor Nelly. She doesn't need to be up here. Yeah, poor Nelly. No, you can't cancel what was canceled. Was that the name of the next show? No, that's their fucking catchphrase. You can't cancel what? Because then it's still canceled. Yeah, and but they're back. That's weird. It's a weird catchphrase. Yeah, hey, I don't work with for, for them, man. I was just on their website. Yeah, <laughs> probably should not do that. I get flagged. Hey, let me ask you guys a question. Oh shit! Because this is making the rounds today on the Twitter. Oh, oh boy! Apparently, Triple H and Stephanie are no longer together. Wait, 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 wait! Time Whoa. out. Hold the phone. Seriously. Making it's trending on Twitter that they have not been together for like a year. Did a great job hiding it. That's true. I mean, Stephanie's gone from WWE. Somebody, some a Kenny for your thoughts. I actually fucking remember this dude. Triple H and Stephanie McMahon circa 2000. It's a picture of Kevin James and Leah Remini. I swear to God, I thought it was them. It fucking looks just like them. <laughs> I'm sorry. I get distracted easily. Yeah, report. <laughs> Triple H and Stephanie McMahon separated. Oh, no. And considering divorce. What? That's sad. Uh, yeah. I'm pretty indifferent to it. Nah, I mean, it's they got kids, man. Oh, no. Think of the children. Think of the children. Stop that. Think of the children shit again. Why, that won me my court case. That's right. The most salient point he made that day. It's horrible. What? So, wait, though. If that wouldn't affect, that wouldn't affect WWE at all, though. No, no. she fucking left. Yeah. She, she gone. So it, and Triple H is kind of like a redheaded stepchild now, too. Right. But yeah, it's not I mean, in the position. That he was in, right? Yeah, that's, that's, that's you know fair. what else sucks? Since the what? merger, fucking TKO stock has lost twenty-two fucking dollars. What nice. in the fucking titty fucked fried heaven is going on here? You just sold it when you had the chance, big guy. Should have sold it months ago. It'll be back. It's WrestleMania season. Oh, now's the time to buy. Yeah. It's not WrestleMania season, it's September. <laughs> Fuck season. I'm getting there. Survivor Series first, Kevin. Fast lane, payback, whatever the fuck is in two weeks. The Royal Rumble. WrestleMania season starts at Survivor Series, but we're getting there. You're, you're, you know, seeing, this, you're seeing the seeds being planted. You know why this tank is... It, it, it probably tank because WWE is moving to, uh, SmackDown to Fox uh, to no, uh, USA. USA. And they're losing fucking Raw and NXT on USA. Are they? Is that real? Are they, they're losing it? Kind of seems that way, yeah. 
Yeah. So would it, Raw go to Fox or what's go, what's going to happen? No, they're prob they're they, apparently they have a lot of other places interested. So yeah. it's not like it's going to be without a home, you know. In order, like there's there's not going to be a gap, but it seems to be like yeah. Once once the Fox deal is done and they go to USA, USA is not going to have Raw anymore no. or NXT for Lucky. that matter. That doesn't make sense to me. Why not? Because I, I don't understand. If if USA would want to get another WWE show, why would they give up? Because, well, apparently they're throwing a lot more money than Fox did at SmackDown. Mm-hmm. So there's some value there that they see in SmackDown that maybe they don't have in Raw. And they're probably fucking tired of three hours of Raw on a fucking Monday night. Yeah, but they're just going to put on some old bullshit reruns. Gives it's going to be fucking SUV every fucking Monday night. Oh, and there's SUV. There's a lot of there's a lot of fucking suitors SVU. for for raw. Yeah, SVU, SVC. You got you got to realize too. A lot of a lot of that programming still pulls in fucking numbers mm-hmm. that makes it worth it for advertisers. That's yeah. why this shit gets replayed like ad nauseum on these channels. And USA does air a lot of first run sports programming now. Yeah, they do a lot of Premier League. They do a lot of um, uh, you know college sports even now and uh so it who knows what they're gonna do and or maybe, maybe they just want to do like i know like the strike is still a thing like in hollywood so like maybe but a lot of uh stations are doing like first run game shows now so maybe they go into that department and apparently the past couple of weeks nxt's been fucking doing like near million ratings big with time the, uh, yeah with the, with the influx of ww talent especially becky lynch no it's got to be that heritage cup yeah. I read that there's a lot of unsuspected, I guess, suitors for, for Raw in particular. I don't know if Raw and NXT are going to be a package or not, but it will be interesting definitely to see where it lands. I, it wouldn't shock me if it was one of those, like, I know when we talked about the merger, Tony, you know, the Dark Horse ended up being who pulled the, you know, the sale off. So it'll be interesting to see who the Dark Horse is potentially pulling off the acquisition of Raw. Yeah, it's weird. Until I actually see it, like I can't. Like I don't want to live in a world where WWE Raw is not on USA Network. You already lived in that world. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah Spike. Spike the TNT. Nash- the Nashville Network. Yeah, yeah. the network. I was a different uh, man, man, Matt. Okay. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I'm still. This is still weird. Stephanie and Triple H, huh? Ah, <laughs> oh, fucking breaking. Are you gonna be okay, buddy? You gonna be able to sleep tonight? Maybe you should sleep with your Triple H teddy bear. If I had one. Oh, you know you have two. Have to, is that, right is that still available on Amazon? I'll have to put that on my wish list. I bet it is. Triple H teddy bear. You guys know we have two pay-per-views we got to pick this weekend? Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh. Time for me to make up some ground. Bro, NXT. Stephanie McMahon. Stephanie McMahon in like late 90s, early 2000s. Man, she could fucking get it. All right, easy over there. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. You know what? Dare I say, Linda McMahon, late 90s, early 2000s. Oh, whoa. whoa. No. No. <laughs> no, no. Well, I, no. Said dare I. I said dare I say. Hulk yeah, Hogan don't. got remarried. Yeah, he did. Brother. Yeah. And apparently Brooke, 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 Brooke. Yeah, Brooke doesn't talk to the family. She put out some sort of statement there. She's got to like be better for herself. I don't know. Whoa. That's, She's on one of those soul-searching... She's one of those soul-searching journeys. I, I read that it was because of uh, time 
is a short notice. She was already obligated to something else. And no, 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 no. There, there was some shit that she put out on Twitter. I forget what it is. Let me, let me see if I can find it. Yeah, find that because that's, uh, that's a little Oh, intriguing. yeah, please find that. Uh, we got that. picks this weekend. NXT No Mercy Saturday and Wrestle Dream on Sunday. What the fuck is Wrestle Dream? Wrestle Dream is the AEW vehicle. I am not oh. picking that. Fuck off. I am not picking that. <laughs> right here. Uh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I wouldn't want to interrupt you talking about the fucking wonderful AEW. Yeah, why would you not want to pick Wrestle Dream? Because it's, it's a fucking nightmare is what it is. <laughs> for, ooh, for me! Why? Because Chibata's not even there. Chibata is there. He's going to wrestle Eddie Kingston now. Oh, gives a fuck. Did, did, did Kate fucking have a nervous breakdown when he fucking won the title? I'm pretty sure she cried a little bit. Pretty wait, you were next. Oh, you know, I know why you were too busy fucking eating your fucking sandwich <laughs> to give a shit about one of your friends having an emotional moment. As many of you know, this is Brooke Hogan. I value my privacy, but unfortunately, a lot of media outlets are making assumptions, blah, blah, blah. Uh, as we all experience this with our own families, the dynamics of a family unit continuously change over the years. My family's experienced a lot of change. I've learned how to best navigate those changes as they come, which has been difficult. For my own journey, I have chosen to create some distance between myself and my family, and I'm focusing on people and things that heal my heart and align with my own personal beliefs, goals, and values. I wish him well. That was a little bit of a slicing up quotes, but you get the gist of it. Yeah, just tell us you don't want to get in the car with Nick. You'd rather show up to your next <laughs> engagement. <laughs> well, she'd like to go to her next wedding with, an, with her head intact. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Unlike no, John Moxley, it. whose fucking brains were scrambled a few times. <laughs> yeah, and you know. Do you, all right, let's. I we got. Let's talk about Grand Slam, shall we? Yeah. Can we talk about Grand Slam? Great time. Dun, dun, dun. I, got, I got to rub elbows with a bunch of people in the uh, the special wrestling community. I've met a couple cool dudes. That Andrew Zarian dude from the Mat Men. Cool. I met him. I met Will Washington. Oh, Will we? Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was good times. Um, I was excited because we got inside and they were going to tape some rampage before dynamite. Oh. And I was like, hallelujah. I'm not going to be here all fucking night. Hmm. Huh. Jokes on you. <laughs> fucking like the joke was on me. <laughs> they taped you two sucker. <laughs> they taped two matches before dynamite. They taped the Santana match and the mix match, the mixed tag match. I was like, this is great. Two matches out of the way. Even though I know it's a fucking two hour rampage, right? You got to think like an hour and a half with commercials, right? Then they do stupid picture in picture, whatever, whatever. They got segments they got to record. Grand Slam was fucking awesome. The place was electric for Eddie Kingston. Electric for Eddie Kingston, right? It was fucking cool. I think Kate had like the Indian when you throw the garbage on the on the road. She had one single tear. When Eddie Kingston won. And then Aunt Money looked at her and said, are you fucking crying? Get out of here. She was really crying? Yeah, she had like a tear or two. She can deny it all she wants, but she had a tear. Um, I was, I didn't, not going to lie, didn't give a shit about the Sammy Guevara, Chris Jericho match uh, until the end. Right. With until the, the post uh, match the, or, the, uh, or the, the, like the finish of the match? The post match. <clears throat> You know, with the hu- the post match, Jericho beats him, then they hug, almost like Jericho, Shawn Michaels, then Not the low blow, the and thing. then the fucking Don Callis thing. So I thought that was cool. Don Callis is a fucking heat magnet, bro. That place booed the 
fuck out of Don Callis. They they both are both Sammy and uh, Don because if you watched um, if you watch not to get ahead, but if you watch Rampage, they gave him like the Dominic Mysterio treatment, Sammy. So like when he, as soon as he started like talking, they just booed and booed. Oh yeah, and it, I it gets louder I and louder. Couldn't hear a fucking word he said during that promo when they recorded it. Oh, get out! Really? I couldn't oh, hear anything. Right, you were there. Duh, an idiot. Place I, was going <laughs> banana. Banana. Um. MJF Samoja was great. Yep. Great match. Um, the women's match was was fun. It was a lot of fun. Tony Storm is. You watch Tony Storm and you wonder why WWE couldn't figure out something to do with her because she's to go from the outcast to this character. Like she can do so many different things and she's good in the ring. Yeah, it's so great. That character is so great, and the way they present it on TV now is just phenomenal. Like her entrance is like kind of like gold dust adjacent. But like the, it goes gray and it's like old school, like 1930s, 1940s, 1950s film. And it's just and she just comes out and sells it like she owns that character. Like it, that seems like a character for me, for her, that has been in the back of her mind for so freaking long. And now she's super happy and pumped that she gets to do it. So, yeah, that was a good that was a good uh, that was a good showing. Now. Ray Phoenix beats John Moxley. Here we go. I'm sorry, but if you're Rick Knox, you fucking count that three and you deal with it later. Because it wasn't Moxley wasn't kicking out. He goes one, two, and he stops. And which, the whole which, place is like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, you, 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 you're 100% right, man. You're 100% right. You count the finish. You got to count it. Yeah. It's not his... It's not your job to make him pick up his shoulders because he was hurt and you just he just did the same move again and you counted three. There, yeah. That's a, that's a miss by everybody in the ring at that point because because you he can count you know one two not count the three if you know he's not doing well you don't pick him back up if you're Mox you don't get back up you just recount it one two three and get on because if he's if he's injured if he was. Like a concussion's a real injury, but say his neck's fucked, and now you're moving him again. Everybody well, in that situation. Well, Mox. To to be fair, if you first of all, you can't put that on Mox, um, because if he is concussed, then he's not in the right headspace at all. So he's probably just trying to to do what he knows, like via instinct as opposed to logic. And to yeah, Scott George's point, he didn't do anything. But but he but I'm just replying to to handsome Kevin's point about how that's on all three of them in the ring, and I'm like nothing about that match is something that you could put on Mox. I don't think. But if but if he is going to get up, right, and you know he's he's out, right, you know there's something wrong. Then it is also the responsibility of both those other two men in the ring to say no. Right. You take you take care of him. But Mox should have never gotten up. It should, they should, he should have just went back down and counted the three, and but they should have been fucking done with it. Because so if that, he's got an, a neck injury, I mean, even a concussions can go south real quick. Right. That I mean, that could have been fucking horrible. And so, Matt, correct me if I'm wrong, but if I, after the the dive to the floor uh, from Phoenix onto Mox, this is where he got hurt because you could see Phoenix goes and grabs his hand right after it and checks on him. He doesn't pull Mox up, does he? Does Mox get up himself? I'm trying to remember. So the match the, starts with the, the dive to the floor. Right. And they go on up for a long time after that. Obviously. They go on for a very long time. But then when he hits that 
whatever you want to fucking call it, the the nutcracker suite. Moxley's head fucking hits that fucking mat hard as fuck. The first one. So I I, I agreed with Scott George. I thought he got knocked out on the the, the dive to the to the plancha onto Mox on the floor, and he that, hit his head on. on the, yeah, that on the... that was that was the word that he he was probably concussed at that point on the dive to the outside. Um, like I agree that when Mox is inside. If he's already fucked up at that point and he wants to go on and it looks like he's moving around, what can you really do? You probably should have checked on him when the dive happened. But to get fucking... To take that move... From what I understand, too, Moxley actually told Phoenix to do it again. But, like Kevin said, once you're at that point where you're concussed, your opinion goes out the window. Yep, right. You have to ignore. You have to. You have to look out for this guy. As a matter of fact, as a, as an aside, Stevie Richards did one of his videos, which is a great series, by the way. He'll break things down with wrestling. He broke down the whole situation, and he was like, "Look, we're idiots, and we're even bigger idiots when we're concussed. And we have no idea what's going on because we want the show to keep going." He's like, "You have to get in our way and stop us." And he fucking leveled Rick Knox. He's like, "You've got to jump in there. You got to tell Phoenix to back off. You got to check on him, and if he's fucked up, you got to call the match. You I have to." I want to know how that Doc Samson guy didn't even like, like he didn't even move. Like, like after like the, after the initial spot, like you're looking at the doctor wondering when is he getting up to check on, on, on Mox or anything like that. Well, it's, so it, then it's it, you're talking about the dive on the outside. Yes. Yeah, because I don't think anyone signaled that there was a problem. Which is a which is in itself a problem. How can you you got a fucking shitload of people in the back watching this shit happen? How do you not have one person go, hey, guess what? Mox might be fucked. We gotta look into this. It's 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 horrible, man. That's so irresponsible. I will say this though, HK, like credit to Mox. There was at one point in the match where he started moving around like much better, where I was like, oh wait, was this was was this like part of the part of the match? Was he faking getting hurt because he did start? He did end up moving pretty good and started doing his mannerisms again and started uh, doing certain things. So to Mox's credit, like he at the time, it the initial injury, yes, scary as shit, looked sca- looked terrible, looked like the worst. But then he started like getting his bearings back together, and so like I'm like, oh, maybe it was wasn't that bad after all. But clearly, it was. It is kind of interesting. He got his mannerisms back, but his mannerisms are kind of that of a concussed guy already. So that doesn't help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's. But I mean, there, there's been there's been several concussions. I mean, I always go back and uh, think of uh, Mick Foley, Cactus Jack against the Sandman, ECW, where he fucking bonks the Sandman over the head with the frying pan, and Sandman was concussed, and it was a fucking. What was it? It was a Texas death match. And every time the guy got pinned, he was supposed to stay down for a 10 count. And every time Cactus fucking hit him with something and pinned him, Sandman fucking just got right back up to his feet. Yeah, like, you don't you fucking know what you're doing. Yeah, and you, you can't tell me that that Mick Foley, speaking of Cactus Jack, Matt, that that Rock Mankind, you know, I quit match where Rock is completely just smashing him over the head with that chair over and over and over again that he escaped without some sort of brain injury. Like yeah, that, but... But but that's the thing. We're talking 20, 25 years ago when that happened. Yeah. You know, yeah. we know so much more nowadays. NFL, wrestling, like everybody's worried about concussions, you know. But, yeah, so Rick Knox definitely should have jumped in. 
Phoenix should have fucking realized when Moxley wasn't moving that probably would not be a good idea to try to pick him up by his fucking head, even if Moxley's telling him do it again. Yeah, you know, it's, it's a tough spot for. I think it's a tough spot for Phoenix too to be in. Because he did check on him, from what I remember and from what I saw. He did go and check on him to check and see if he was okay. Mox probably said, Matt, I'm good. Let's do this. And then, like, no, I, yeah, but I, I get it. I, I know, Kevin, not, I get it. He's not kicking out. It's not fucking action and dready. It's John Moxley. Yeah, and he didn't kick he out. Knows the finish. Just let, Rick Knox has to count three. And when yeah. you fucking stop centimeters from counting three, you as the referee need to know something's wrong. Well, no. Rick Knox is also the guy that fucking left Alex Reynolds in the middle of the fucking ring when he got knocked out. You guys remember that a couple of years ago? Yeah. So he doesn't have the best track record to begin with. This, this is definitely more on him than it is on, on either one of the other guys. Got to yeah. count to three engines, fucking deal with it. And if you, if you decide to stop, you stopped for a reason because somebody fucked up. Check on the guy. Grab his hand. Hey, you hear me? You all right? What's going on? Yeah, and they've done it before. They stopped matches in the like both companies have. He could it. have easily stopped the match after not counting the three. Threw up the X, called for the bell, yep. raised Phoenix's hand, and got everybody the fuck out of there. Get the doctor in there. Yep. He could have easily done that. He could have said, you know, look, I was counting the pin, and then I looked at Moxley. I realized something was wrong, so I decided let me check on him and then stop the match. And, could have and. I, Again. It shouldn't have gotten that far, though. And I get How? it, heat of the moment. But still, you're the guy in charge. In the ring, but he's also got a fucking earpiece. And yep. how many guys in back are watching that shit happen? Yeah. Not one of them had the fucking wits to go, hey, something ain't right. Stop this now. Yeah. It's fucked, man. It's, I, yeah, we, uh, were, we, were, bothers, man. we were, we didn't, we were in the second level. And we could tell after the dive that there was something wrong with Moxley. And we're, you know, we weren't, we were close, but we weren't super fucking close. Yeah. They, and they, man, like, whatever their setup is there, in terms of, like, the ramp, it's either just use the ramp to get to the ring or don't use it all. Because fucking Adam Cole jumped off the ramp and he instantly went down because he fucked his ankle up. Yeah, it had that weird little drop off because I on Rampage uh, Hook did it too. He like he left the ramp and went. I, I don't know if there were stairs. Were there stairs on the sides? I couldn't see stairs from where I was sitting. Yeah, but nah, but a lot of people. The, uh, the FTR went off the ramp uh, too, going down. It's uh, yeah, that was a weird setup for them. How was the crowd, Matt? How was the attendance? The attendance was good. It wasn't a sellout. But uh, so we found out. So, of course, I ran into Bullet Club Rob and company. Um, we bought tickets when they went on sale. And then he knew people that bought tickets like a couple days before. And it was like a fraction of what we paid for our seats. Right. So I think when they come back next year, I'll wait until like two weeks out to buy tickets. Yeah, you could probably get the same seats for a lot less. <clears throat> yes. Uh, Rampage was rough. It's it's I get why they do it, but it's still it is a fucking lot. So I like, so I don't watch Rampage. It's like the one show of AEW that I don't watch, but I watched it just because of the Grand Slam aspect of it. And I saw that like you know Sting was on it, and you know the acclaimed and uh, and then the Christian uh, stuff with um, uh, 
him and Luchasaurus versus, uh, versus uh, Sting and Darby. So like I actually didn't mind Rampage this time because it kind of reminded me a little bit of of um, of Dynamite because of the, the longevity yeah, and the main event. But you're there. You, you you go. You get up for Dynamite. Oh, okay. Right, and you're up for Dynamite for fucking two hours. Like it wasn't like it was fucking. You start with Eddie Kingston banger. The Soraya Tony Storm match had a lot going into it, where you thought we might see a new champion. The Phoenix Moxley match was good, all things considered. And then the outcome had people perplexed. MJO, MJF Samoa Joe was a fantastic match. Now we're gonna take ten minutes and change the the, the ring, and then here we're gonna parade all these guys. Like it's fucking a lot. No, I know. Right, like by the time look, by the time we got to the six man tag title match, I was like, I, I don't give a shit, and I don't understand why the Hung Bucks are going to be your Ring of Honor World Six Man Champions because they'll never be on fucking Ring of Honor TV, right? And so, what's the well, point of buying? Why are you paying for Honor Club if you're never going to see the belts defended because they're always on fucking TV? Yeah, you can say the same for Cole and and. Uh, oh, they're never they're. Yeah, yeah. No, they're defending the title Sunday at Wrestle Dream. They're never going to be on ROH TV either. The only champion that's ever on Ring of Honor TV is Shibata or Athena. Is they, Joe Joe doesn't do it? Maybe you get the uh, full transparency after like the first three episodes of Ring of Honor. I stopped watching it because it was like fucking AEW dark. I did watch last week because of the news that you know Chris Hero is going to start running the show and and maybe we'll see a little bit of uh, storytelling and cohesiveness. But, like, you put the titles on, like, these guys aren't, the, the, the Young Bucks and Adam Page aren't wrestling before Collision or after Collision. I wonder if it's to try to maybe, like, push ROH to, like, a network. So they put the belts on, like, their biggest stars that won't ever be on the streaming service. But if you see Ring of Honor on TNT or, or TBS, then, like, maybe they'll be, like, Hey, look at the look at the stars that we have for Ring of Honor, and then give it to like I don't know Access TV for. Nah, for the Bucks the Bucks want belts with their buddies. That's what it is. <laughs> you think they want the Ring of Honor? Do they, you think they want these Ring of Honor Tag Team Championships? Yeah, I don't. yeah. Why not? Now look, I if think... the story is for the Dark Order to take the the belts off of them, oh, and up. you can feature the Dark Order on Ring of Honor TV. Not entirely against it, right? But right they, now, me, why am I paying for Honor Club? It's money you could be spending on cheeseburgers and fucking sandwiches, <laughs> man. Right? Like I watched Ring of Honor this last week. They're working on tell like the stuff with Athena and Billy Starks and Lexi Nair is entertaining. It's funny. Athena's got her them as her minions. She's trying to teach them how to be badasses. Billy Starks can't do anything without smiling because she's a good guy, and Athena's trying to make her bad. Ethan Page is starting to, to get victories now, so he's trying to work his way up the ladder. So I think Ring of Honor, Ethan Page is a TV champion or a world champion. It's a great spot for him. Mm -hmm. uh, Shane Taylor Promotions is starting to reform. Shane Taylor has Lee Moriarty under his wing now. And it looks like they're teasing something with him and Keith Lee, which would be great for Ring of Honor TV. But still, the show is way too fucking long. Do you think that now that Khan doesn't have the belt, Khan was in Shane Taylor promotions, right? Or no? Yeah, but he wasn't in not 
in this not in this uh version of Ring of Honor. Okay. So you don't think they would ever pull the trigger on him going back with Shane Taylor? No, he's in Mogul Embassy. I mean, maybe. I don't know what they have. I don't know what's lined up for for Shane Strickland and those guys. It depends on who shows up next one. <laughs> no, that's changing now. That's apparently that's changing. But like there's a story with with Cole Carter and Maria Canales Bennett where she is trying to uh she's trying to secure the young talent so that she can, you know, have more uh potential in Ring of Honor. Griff Garrison is a little iffy, so that's why those guys have the odd little couple Griffey. tag. Griff little Griffy. Really? Griff, Griff Garrison. Garrison. Yeah, I know. Griff Garrison. Handsome Kevin, help me out. <laughs> nope. <Anyway. laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why we haven't seen Maria with the with the with the uh, kingdom. OGK. The righteous, they're the number one contenders. That was fucking awesome that they stole a fucking victory on Rampage. I hope they beat fucking MJF and Adam Cole on Sunday. Adam Cole's not gonna wrestle because he's hurt. So it's gonna be MJF going like you always want to take the belts, take the belts. MJF's gonna win a handicap match. You watch. I hope not. Or maybe Roddy Strong is gonna step up and be MJF's tag partner. All right. And then he makes him lose the belts. Yep. Write it down. Yep. Yeah, all right. That's weird, though. It's weird that they had the Righteous over the Kingdom when that... Because feel, I feel like the logical like way to go would be Kingdom versus Cole and, and MJF. Unless they, unless they want the Righteous to bring the tag belts back, and then we're going to get Righteous versus Kingdom on Ring of Honor TV. The Righteous are so much more interesting and entertaining to me than the Young Bucks are. Like, and it's, to me, it's not even close. Like they are like much more entertaining, much more interesting to watch. Why are they not featured on your flagship programming? Matt, is Cole Cabana back on TV? Not yet. Cause I saw him posting some pictures with him and uh, the dude, uh, the spray guy. Brandon Cutler. Yeah. Brandon Cutler, like wearing matching gear. I mean, he they, unless they unless that was from Saturday, and I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Um. But yeah. The dude. The the righteous. That the righteous are. They're they a lot of character, a lot of personality. They're good in the ring. Vincent's a fucking unbelievable talker. I think that is who should be. They should beat. They got a win over the Hardys last week. They win this four way at Rampage. It looks like they're doing the Kingdom with the best friends. Because uh, of the beatdown after the match Friday night, I am so hopeful that the righteous beat MJF and Adam Cole, and I hope Roddy and the Kingdom are involved uh, and just get those fucking tag titles off of MJF and and Adam Cole. I don't know why they put them on him in the fucking first place. And it didn't even result in anything. Like you would think that maybe it would tease like dissension in the main event of the show or something like that. It would be a storytelling device for Adam Cole and MJF, but it hasn't done a single thing to change the story at all. Them having those belts did nothing. No. So it's, uh, I'm going to watch again this week. Like, uh, the, the Shibata, the Shibata Nick Wayne match was a lot of fun. They're, they're working on telling a couple stories, but it's really still like the main event was the mogul embassy against the infantry and Willie Mack for the six man titles. Like, sorry, like, no, no offense nobody gives a fuck it's tough and especially i was at rampage so i know the result i know the mogul embassy is going to win so they could lose friday night right because of the the taping but 
you know, Action Andretti and Darius Martin as a fucking tag. Like, I just don't give a shit. They do nothing for me. And Ring of Honor, stop showing the fucking the records. Stop. <laughs> stop. When the two and three tag team comes out to wrestle the fucking four and O tag team, like, stop. I know what's going to happen. Stop with the fucking records. They should just stop it all together. Yep. Just fucking stop. So Mercedes Martinez, Trisha Dora had a great match. Not surprised. For what's that? So, you know, for whatever that's worth for you. Former guest of the show, Trisha Dora. I watched. Um, I watched. Uh, you know what? Should we take a fiver? We could take a fiver. You want to do that? I got to take a pee pee. I watched some NWA and some MLW too, and I still want to talk about the WWE releases. Okay. I'm in. Is that cool with you guys? Hell yeah, no. man. Finger guns? Who's just yeah. saying it? Say it. Back after this. We'd like to thank each and every one of you for tuning in every Monday night to listen to The Shining Wizards. If you'd like to continue to support us outside of listening, we've got a few ways for you to do that. If you shop at Amazon, go over to Amazon.ShiningWizards.com, do your shopping as usual, and when you make your purchase, a little bit of that purchase price will go back to support the show. If you like to wear t-shirts, Merch.ShiningWizards.com will take you to our Pro Wrestling Tee store, where we've got over a dozen great designs from over 11 years of professional wrestling podcasting. You can become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast, and the more you support us, the more things that you're entitled to receive, and believe me, they are fantastic. Continue to listen to us wherever you listen to us on the World Wide Web. And make sure you like, rate, review, subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Helps us out. And we can continue to bring you the love fest that is The Shining Wizards. It's time for your weekly lineup of shows on The Shining Wizards Network. On Mondays, check out the latest from Gorilla Brain, featuring the year of Duke and Rogue, covering the history of wrestling year by year. Also from Gorilla Brain is the Tots Pod with handsome Kevin and Loverboy Al, telling people to get off the lawn and reviewing wrestling figures. Also on Mondays, get your horror fix with 30 screams or less featuring Steve and Corey, where they review a horror film in 30 minutes or less. Monday Night's Live, it's The Shining Wizards, where it's wrestling talk and talk about wrestling. Wednesday Nights, it's the Mark Order Podcast, covering everything AEW with Ant Money. Kate the Great, Ryan Schlong, and Asian Joe. Get your metal fix on Fridays with Snowy and Aaron on Radioactive Metal, the longest-running metal podcast on the planet. Saturdays, it's High Five Tom and Will Mercier on ROH Revelry, covering the history of Ring of Honor. On Sundays, it's Inconclusive Breakdown with Justin and Vince, covering the week in pop culture, politics, and more. The Shining Wizards Network also features other great shows, including Bread Club, where Kieran and Matt cover everything New Japan Pro Wrestling. The Brocast, where brothers Alan and Tom watch some of the greatest and not-so-great matches in wrestling. Turnbuckle Throwbacks, where the Impact Playa Phil Rea discusses current wrestling while paying homage to the past. And Wrestling Night in Canada, where Snowy, Matt, and Dustin put a north-of-the-border perspective on the world of wrestling. Enjoy all the great shows on the Shining Wizards Network. Entertainment, here. I was digging that jam. What are you what eating? The, a rice uh, like cake? A banjo? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, my kid picked that out. It ain't I bad. Know how I was feeling it. Yeah. No, it take it takes a minute, but yeah, get into it. It's kind of catchy. Yeah. I had to switch cameras for some reason. My phone wasn't charging through the uh, my computer wasn't charging through the little adapter. So oh. work in progress. I'll figure that shit out next. All right. Week. Yeah. I like it. Well, you want to talk WWE releases? Sure. Do it. So we kind of had a feeling, if you look at the history of mergers, uh, that they were going to be releases. And a lot of people said it was going to be uh, office folks. And I know we lost a couple office folks that got released. Uh, and then, was it Tuesday? Yeah. 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 Tuesday. Uh, they dropped the hammer and they released a ton of people. Um, so I'm going to go over the list and then we can talk about this. Uh, Dolph Ziggler, Mustafa Ali, Shelton Benjamin, Dana Brooke, Mace, Mansoor, Emma, Riddick Moss, Top Dalla, Rick Boogs, Elias, Aliyah, Dabo Kato, Shanky, Quincy Elliott, uh, Yusela Leone. Kevin Ventura, Cortez, Alexis Gray, Brooklyn Barrow, and a couple, uh, maybe Wednesday afternoon, Matt Riddle, all released from the WWE. What are you guys thinking? Yeah. Oh, see you later. <laughs> yeah. See you wouldn't want to be a. I don't know, man. It's kind of, some of these are kind of surprising if you want to. Get down to the nuts and bolts of the situation. The the only one that, to me at least, that I was like, ah, oh, that kind of sucks is is Dolph Ziggler, and that's just because I'm I'm a huge Dolph Ziggler fan. They clearly haven't been doing shit with him for a while, so maybe he can, you know, maybe he goes somewhere else and 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 catches on because I think he is by far the most talented person on that list. I think Mustafa Ali is very very underrated, but. Ziggler's Ziggler's man, he, he is a world class, world class talent. The rest of them don't really doesn't bother me in the slightest. So obviously, being a big Shelton Benjamin guy, that one kind of stung a little bit. But again, they weren't. He wasn't doing anything anyway. They put Bobby Lashley with um, Street Profits. So my hopes of the Hurt business ever coming back were kind of thwarted uh, by that. But. Oh. I mean, Shelton Benjamin, I feel like, is going to be absolutely fine. I feel like he, like, rebuilt his reputation uh, tenfold. And Ziggler, to me, like, Ziggler's a weird one, right, Matt? Because, like, he's been around for so long, so you're like, oh, man, how could they do that? But then I'm also thinking to myself, well, like, you've tried everything. Like, what else is there to do with a guy that's been there for so long who's probably making a lot of money? Yeah. So, like... If you're not going to do anything with him and he's making all this money and you've tried everything, you've put the belt on him twice, you've, you've brought him back to NXT to try to resurge that business, Like, what are you really going to do with him now and why should I justify the money that I'm paying him to keep him on the roster? Yeah, uh, look, at the end of the day, it's a business. I get it. You know, I don't I was I was surprised at Mustafa Ali because he is, was in the middle of a storyline on NXT. Yeah, he was going to have a match at the pay-per-view we're picking. Mm -hmm. oh, so I, I was surprised by that. Um, 
the the rest of it, like when after you get down to the bottom of this list, like I don't know, I don't know who Shanky is or yeah, Quincy Shanky. Elliott. Nope. Like those must be really NXT been, people. Yeah, they were they were like NXT 2.0, and I believe Shanky may have had a, a brief run on um, yeah, on the main roster. Uh, Quincy Elliott was like I think he was like an influencer or something like that first, and D- Dabacato was like um, the ball grabber. The ball grabber from underground. Grab his dick and twist it! Once you get to Dabo Kato, like after that, I have no idea who those fucking people are. I think I think you was- twist that dick! Twist his dick! <laughs> Dabo That was all Shane McMahon. What was that? Fucking Raw Underground? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Greatest thing they ever did on Raw in the past 10 years. <laughs> What do you guys think about Elias? Well, Ezekiel's still there. <laughs> I think Elias is. Oh, go ahead, Matt. I think that was. It's just another missed opportunity. Yeah. I said goodbye to Elias. He couldn't say that into the mic. <laughs> nope. Drink him up, mud, mud water. water. I don't know. I feel Life like he was good. You know why? I wasn't released by WWE last week. <laughs> they all they did was shit on my stock value. <laughs> Cheers. I think they had something with him and they just kind of fucking didn't do anything with him, Elias. He was fucking over. People love the rock concerts. Ah, oh. did they? Yeah, I think so. Ah. So let me uh, pose this question to the room because I believe I saw this. I want to say on your boss's um, YouTube, Matt. Um, my boss. <laughs> huh? Not my boss. Yeah. Uh, he cuts your check. Guy. He cuts your check. I don't get um, a check. I get PayPal. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what would you think if Shelton Benjamin went to AEW and joined uh, Blackpool Combat Club? No. No. Are you crazy? I mean, mean? he he would he fits the idea. He fits in Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah, absolutely. Shelton Benjamin. Yeah, badass, tough guy, no nonsense, amateur shooter. No, he fits more than fucking Wheeler Yuta does. I didn't say we were picking one over the other. I didn't hear that as part of the question. (laughs) Just saying, he fits. None of them fit. Moxley should just walk around and do this shit by himself. <laughs> None of them fit. You're just staying for AEW. No, they don't fit. Every day. Explain <laughs> to me how any one of those fit with any one of the other ones. They gel. No, they don't. To me, they do. You don't watch it. Who they do? Who? All right. Who gels with John Moxley? Claudio and Brian. wrong, yeah. wrong. <laughs> they don't gel. What is this shit? And fucking landing on your head have anything to do with Claudio and fucking and Brian Danielson? What does that have to do with gelling? They don't. They don't how do they gel? How why do they gel? Why can't opposite personalities gel? Oh, so now it's MC Scat Cat and fucking Paula Abdul? I don't think so. <laughs> This fucking stable. I like blood, and I like to kick your head in. (laughs) And I'm just strong. The common denominator was Stephen Regal. He's gone now. He's been gone for a year. But that he 
brought them together and they're from the same mindset, the same old school mindset. None of them are from Blackpool. <laughs> All right, fucking literal Tony. What mindset? Did I miss some vignette where they're all like, yeah, we all think alike and we all act alike. <laughs> and we're friends. And we're friends. Oh, shit. Got to be friends in AEW. All friends wrestling. <laughs> You're no, this is terrible. What's the, what is the it? It is terrible, and you're What's defending it. What's the new day, Tony? They're all fucking friends, yeah, but they get along and they dance together and they serve pancakes together and they gel. <laughs> yeah, the same thing with the Blackpool Comedy No, it's Club. not the same. What do you mean it's not the same? How do they gel? How do they gel? They all work as a, a cohesive unit. No, they don't. No, Seek they and destroy. Don't. No, who? The opponents, who? The fucking ice cream vendor, who, you fucking asshole. Ridiculous. Here we go. Eric Freed's, thank you. The Wizards are more than the BBC. More BBC. That's right. <laughs> what? What? And Matt Stop. likes BBC all the time. <laughs> So your major argument is they're not from Blackpool, and in your eyes, they don't gel. No, they don't. They just don't gel. It's three single right. wrestlers and Wheeler Yuta. It's not three. Give me, give me, <laughs> give me a stable in, in 2023. <laughs> give me one. He he didn't think I was going to mention Yuta, huh? <laughs> He was so ready to say there's not three of them. How do you feel about the Bullet Club Gold, the Bang Bang Gang Gang? Who's who's in that? Jay White. Yeah, and and fucking yeah, and then the Gun Rob, Boys, right? Or Juice Robinson and the Gun Club. No, the Gun Club. Damn, they're too. They're, what do you they mean? Now? You have you even seen any of their shit? Yeah, I've seen the Gun Boys, the Ass Boys, the Ass Men. I've seen them. They have the greatest wrestling music. Jay White and Juice Robinson. Yeah, I've seen them. They're a great team. They gel. The Ass Boys, they should be with Dalton Castle. (laughs) What do you do with the boys? They they could all be boys. You could have the Ass Boys and then the boys. No, Bullet Club Gold (laughs) gels. No, they don't. Yes, they do. All right, they're a team. They don't gel. They fucking gel. Oh, do they really? Yeah, their fucking promo shit is hysterical. I I don't think they play off each other. They're fucking good. They're fucking good. But Blackpool Combat Club, because they're not from Blackpool, and they don't gel. They don't gel. Because they're all from the same mindset that doesn't do it for you. No, what mindset? They want to win matches? Don't they all want to win matches? Are they all on the same team? (laughs) What wrestler doesn't want to win a match? Griff Garrison? (laughs) <laughs> Pizzeria Uno doesn't want to win a match <laughs> Ken Griffey doesn't want to win. So Shelton Benjamin isn't a killer He doesn't fit with No, them. he doesn't fit in Blackpool Combat Club Sorry Why? Because he doesn't gel with them According so he, to you, nobody He's not a killer, him. nothing stops him Hence, killer No, no, that's not no. a killer That's people no. trying to kill Shelton Benjamin Nothing stops him He's yep. a survivor He's a survivor, not a killer. Yeah. What do you think, Black Bull Combat Club? They're not survivors. They're killers. Do you not follow? <laughs> I gotta say, I, 
I'm with you on this one, Tony, except for Bullet Club Gold. I think those guys mesh very well together. I think there's Shelton Benjamin needs there. to be in the Jericho Appreciation Society because those oh, guys. Oh, Jericho gel. Appreciation Society. Yeah, because they didn't gel. That's why. <laughs> they had 15 fucking members over the past four years. All right. Your name of the show. You gelling? <laughs> and why'd they get rid of fucking Mansoor? Don't they go back to Saudi Arabia twice a year? Don't they want to keep the local guy around? Well, apparently that's why he couldn't be on TV because he wasn't allowed to lose because he, they had to go back there. So he couldn't lose. Wait, no, Mansoor's lost matches. No, he said. I, I got to find the Mansoor win loss record. He said he wasn't. They didn't use him on NXT because they didn't want him to lose before he went back to India. They wanted to present him as like a big deal. He said it in a Twitch stream or something this week. I saw it online. Yeah. He's lost. He's lost. He's lost a lot. There's probably Mace Mace getting pinned all the time, to be honest with you. (laughs) What the hell is Moss say? No, he lost to LA Knight on SmackDown. As Mansoor? Yeah, last October. A year ago. (laughs) And he hasn't been on TV since? Oh, he spends a lot of time jobbing the fucking Ashante and Top Dollar. Shows. Yeah, and then he lost the fucking they lose a lot to Shoosh Boy and fucking Fatso. Who, who? Shoosh Boy and Fatso. No, Shoosh Boy and Fatso. <laughs> what? How about Gel? How about oh, he's lost to Gunther a few times. On house shows. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's talking about NXT TV. NXT no, he doesn't even wrestle on NXT. I don't see any it's results here of him on NXT. <laughs> How the fuck can he lose if he's never there? That's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get angry, bro. Listen, I came here to drop knowledge. Listening. No, You're I heard listening. everything. <laughs> Why? Why do you do this? Because I don't understand how they gel. I don't get it. How about Emma tweeting? She's very excited about the Elimination Chamber coming to Australia and then 44 minutes tweeting out, well, Oops. never mind. Well, she can catch the flight with them on the way back home. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can you at least get me back to my house? Yeah, at least they can do. I mean, come on. She's sitting out there on the tarmac with a thumb out. <laughs> yeah, she's engaged to fucking Riddick Moss. They live in the States. She'll be fine. Yeah, but he got fired too, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. That's a shame. Now, did they did they really fire Carmella, or was that like all fucking rumors? Carmella? Yeah, because I thought there was word going around that Carmella got let go. But I thought I, I thought she did. I could be wrong though. There was a lot of I thought she did too. There's a lot of fake accounts posting. Yeah, no way. Shit. They're not doing yeah. that to they. They love Corey Graves too much to do that shit. Yeah, it's got man. nothing to do with Corey Graves. Yeah, it has everything to do with Corey Graves. It does not. Can I just tell you, How Stephanie McMahon in 1998 was fucking awesome. You did say that. My God, dude. Oh, my God. I don't think (laughs) she was released. I mean, it had everything to do with Jerry Lawler. Jerry Lawler walked out and left when they fired his wife or his girl. Yeah, that was Jerry Lawler's choice. Right. I don't. Yeah, that's fair. But where the fuck is Corey Graves going to go? I still don't think they would upset the apple cart. Does AEW need a fucking sixth person on commentary on fucking (laughs) Dynamite? You want more? Sco- I got more scoops. Oh, Ooh, please scoop it Remember up. Remember last week when we were talking about all those guys going to the PC? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. Right. Apparently, Richard Holiday is going as, and they they're looking at him as a color commentator. I can see that. You, you know, have to look for it. That's fine. If he's if 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 he's willing to go there for that, and that's what he's like, he wants to do for his career. Good for him. Yeah. And then a couple of like Jamie Stanley and Ray J as referees. Did you know? Did you know? Uh, Big Rig Betty and Holly, what's her nuts? Uh, I saw them on OVW this past week. Yes. And she's like, not Big Rig, the daughter, Holly. Yeah, Holly. Holly, Holly she's Hood like, Jay. she's fucking mean, dude. That's what she was character. fucking yelling at Al Snow, and she was pushing him around. She said, "I ain't leaving." And Big Rig Betty had to take some sort of hardcore match to talk some sense into her daughter, you're, unless she was gonna get. You're fired. watching the wrestlers. Right? No, I was watching OVW. This just happened, didn't it? What the fuck did I watch? <laughs> what the fuck did I watch? <laughs> Something got recommended to me. It was it was Ohio Valley Wrestling. <laughs> Probably the Netflix show, Tony. No, no, it wasn't Netflix. It was on fucking YouTube's. Okay, but it's probably so, from. So I'm, I'm guessing what the, the episode that was recommended to you has probably been watched a lot since the Netflix series. So when Hollywood Haley J goes and she runs down Al Snow, she wants a death match with her mother. Her mother is refusing to do it. Yes. And then he wants a fire. That's Maria, right. And so they so were that, fighting. I didn't get to watch the match because I had to go do something. But I was like, oh, she's mean. Yeah, well, the match was at the pay-per-view. They're building to this big pay-per-view, which in the Netflix series is like, the end of the summer, we need this pay-per-view to do well, or we are going to go under. So did the pay-per-view happen? Yeah, yeah, like a year. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Can we just... Let's just adjust this. It doesn't gel, Matt. Matt, it doesn't gel. <laughs> what you're saying is not gelling with Tony. Oh like somebody never came back from 1995. We still have beef with us. <laughs> Holy shit. Can I talk a little about Stephanie McMahon, 1998? <laughs> no, please. Enough of fucking Stephanie McMahon, 1998. Oh, my God, man. <laughs> my God, man is right. What the Fuck. Dude, SMH with some HLA. Yeah, oh. uh, and then we talked about it last week, ironically enough. Matt Riddle, Gonzo. Well, he fucking did that to himself. Yep. He got nobody to blame but himself, bro. Or us, because we always foreshadow terrible things for people. <laughs> well, he didn't That's die. Also a good point. Where do you see... what? Does he what? gel oh. in Blackpool? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> hey, hey, it made him stop coughing. <laughs> um, where is there anyone on this list that you'd like to see show up in another promotion? Who would be a good fit? Where and why? God, I think I'll the let, one that jumps. I'll, I'll let Tony take this one. I want Dabokato to go to XPW. <laughs> I want him to be called Dick Twist and D I K K. <laughs> it would be his fucking name spelling. That's the greatest idea you've had all day. <laughs> Dick twist. HK. 
I can't beat Dick Twist, but no, the for the, <laughs> the the first one that that jumps out to me uh, that would be, I think a huge help would for AEW is is clearly Dolph Ziggler, and he is he is a main event talent. He still has every every fucking tool anybody could ever need to succeed. So having him come in and putting him. I mean, immediately near the top of the card, if not at the top of the card, I think would be fantastic for them. Now, does he want to do it? I don't know. I think I'm. He's at the point now. Whatever he wants to do, I'm for. Like everybody yeah. that got released there, whatever makes them happy, go do that. But I think as far as AEW goes, he would be such a a help there. Not just, I mean. On TV, but for the other people in the company, I think Dolph Dolph's the clear cut one for me that I would love to see in AEW. And honestly, the timing with all the CM Punk stuff and CM Punk no longer being on Collision, mm-hmm. you slide Dolph Ziggler into that spot or into that like face of of Collision uh, sort of spot if they haven't already done so, then you could easily have him, dude, hit Matt, him and MJF, yeah, like come on, dude, yeah. Like, give it to me. So, so look, he, there's a lot you can do. You could put him with, and Scott George just said it, you could put him with his brother and they could be managed by Lana because they're telling that story and that would really piss Miro off, right? It's history there. Yeah. There's a look, he could fit in a lot of places. I don't, <clears throat> I don't see him. He's not, he, I don't think he goes in there and he's good for what goes on backstage. Because like, I don't think person. there's a, there's no saving that. I don't think there's any saving that situation. Like I'm pretty sure sh- like you have the big show there. You have Mark Henry there. You have Brian Danielson there. You have John Moxley there. You have Pat Buck there. You have Jimmy Jacobs there. Like how many more people can you put there to try and boost the backstage morale? Like, I think that is broken and beyond repair. Yep. Right. They because don't gel. <laughs> they don't gel. That's nope. a great fucking point, Tony. No, um, name of the show <laughs> yeah but ah. if we or they don't gel um there's a lot of interesting people on this list that i could see doing good things other places so you got to assume emma's going back to impact right to neil dashwood you got to assume that right away right or do you think AEW she's, would take a flyer i mean if she's smart she would go back to impact right so let's take a look at impact and get fucking beat by soraya Right. Why I would is also hate her coming back. Great question. Man, I'll... I miss her. I think the most intriguing name on this list is Mustafa Ali. Like where yeah. where does he end up? Does he go to AEW? Which one of these talents goes uh, overseas? Does Mustafa Ali find a better footing and impact or uh, that that's the most intriguing name to me out of all these people. I think if New Japan knows what's good for him, they go and they get Mustafa Ali. That's exactly what I was going to ask you, Matt. Is how does Mustafa Ali look in a, in a New Japan situation? Uh, you put him in there with the the, the juniors. The juniors. Oh. Mustafa Ali, Leo Rush, Mustafa Ali, Hiromu, Mustafa Ali, Despi, Mustafa Ali, Master Wado, Kanemura, uh, ELP. Even though tai he went Chi. up to a heavyweight. Tai Chi is a heavyweight. Tai Chi got fuck anyway. fucked out of his KOPW title because Uncle Nobu turned him just. 
Uncle Nobu turned on just five guys, and now we're back to just four guys. Oh, no. who's gonna make the burgers now? There's just four guys now, Tony. Fuck. Uncle Nobu joined House of T- Torture. Uncle Nobu's uh, a dick. Yeah, he is a dick. Another name on here who's been around for a while but doesn't necessarily get the recognition is Aaliyah. She's been around for a long time, so I could see her immediately going to a place like Impact and making an, an impact. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked to see her head over to Impact Wrestling to uh, more fortify the uh, knockouts division, which doesn't necessarily need it, but wouldn't be hurt by it. Yeah, there's, you know, there's, look, uh, someone like uh, Rick Boogs, I think, would do well in Impact. Oh, God, he could be with, what's his name? Swinger, Joe. Johnny Swinger. No, Joe Hendry. Or no, Joe Hendry has uh, Yumiura with him. Yo, Yumiura Law, he got fired, bro. He got the briefcase. Oh, that's right. Son of a bitch. Good. Then this guy could sing the fucking I Believe in Joe Hendry song and play the guitar <laughs> to it. That's a great idea, actually. Fuck yeah, Shelton dude. Benjamin. I'm full of them. I know who Shelton. gels, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Shelton Benjamin, either under the AEW banner as a part of uh, Ring of Honor or in New Japan, I think is a no-brainer too. Right. Shelton Benjamin anywhere is a no-brainer. Yeah, well, he's he's kind of at the top of the list, though. You know what I mean? Like you talk about Ali, Ziggler, uh, Benjamin. Those those guys anywhere they go, they could be they could be very successful. Shelton Benjamin needs to move in with Brock Lesnar's family and live on his farm and they could fucking do a reality series on that. Because they're boys. They went to school together. What about his family? What about Shelton's family? They they come along for the ride. You wouldn't want to live with Brock Lesnar. You're asking a lot of Brock and Raina. Raina ain't doing shit. Come on now. She's like 75 now. She could be cooking breakfast with fucking Shelton's mama. Yeah, (laughs) that's fucking great, dude. You don't need that distraction. What? Raina's giant hitters. You don't need that distraction, dude. They're probably by your ankles by now. Them shits are fake as fuck. They ain't any. They're right where they need to be. Nah, because you got you got the suspensions that fucking go after a while too. She's married to fucking Brock Lesnar, who makes millions of dollars a year. You don't <laughs> think she's getting them shits worked on so they're not down by her ankles? Makes a good point. Right. Finally, fucking a man. Think those <laughs> twins are gelling? <laughs> we, we're gelling. They're gelling, saline, and whatever else they put in titties <laughs> these days. You think he has them filled with like beef fat, like from the cows that he fucking raises? What no? no. So he fucking tenderizes them like on the fucking like on the speed bag. No, they can't feel good for her. Maybe she likes that shit. You don't know. Yeah. She gets down on all fours and he just fires away on him. <laughs> all right, all right. Why does she need to be on all fours? Because they hang down then, dude. Makes it easier to hit. You can't do it while she's standing up. You'll fucking knock her over. So he's got he's to lay down. <laughs> she gets one of them fucking like, uh, like massage tables where like instead of her face cut out, it's her titties cut out. Oh, you cut the titties out. Yeah, yeah you yeah, just fucking yeah. get underneath that bad boy. That makes all sense. Right. Yeah. Fucking... He said speed- crisscross applesauce. <laughs> speed bagging them shits. Brum, brum, brum. Right, right. What? Uh, we're picking NXT No Mercy this Saturday. Oh, boy, are we? Yeah, uh, Your championship match, Carmella Hayes against Dragunov. Oh, your boy. women's championship match is an extreme rules match. Becky Lynch against Tiffany Stratton. 
Uh, I don't know who Dominic Mysterio is defending his NXT North American Championship. Who Who is it? Dragon Lee, I think. Dragon Lee. Uh, The Heritage Cup uh, finals, so I guess will take place. Noam Dar against whoever wins the tournament. And Baron Corbin against Braun Breaker. Gives a fuck. Why are we picking this? It's a PLE, buddy. That's what we do. The PLE. Three of us went four and one because fuck Dominic Mysterio and fucking handsome Kevin went two and three because he's an idiot. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Sorry, bro. That's the way it goes every time. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I really thought Gnome Dart was dropping this one. (laughs) Apparently, Asian Joe says Mysterio is defending his belt against Dragon Lee on Raw tonight. Well, good for him. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and then on Sunday, oh, we're picking boy. Wrestle Dream. Of course we are. It's a fucking pay per view, dude. Dude, dude. Twenty eight matches on this one. Yeah, no, it's only got. Christ. What do I got here? We got 13. main event: Brian Danielson, Zack Saber Jr. Oh, because they gel. <laughs> Hangman Page against oh, Swerve boy. Strickland with his six man title. No, he doesn't have any titles. Hangman Page? Oh, yeah, okay. I thought you were talking about Swerve. <laughs> AEW Tag Champions FTR against Aussie Open. Oh, boy. Ring of Honor Tag Champions Adam Cole and MJF against The Righteous. They're losing. Eddie King defends the New Japan Strong and Ring of Honor World Championship against uh, Katsura Shibata. King, Eddie King. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy's younger brother. Page defends the TNT Championship against Dobby Allen in a two out of three falls match. Dobby. TBS champion Chris Statlander takes on Julia Hart. Buttlander. And Will Ospreay, uh, Takeshita, and Sammy Guevara take on Kenny Omega, Kota Ibushi, and Chris Jericho. Oh, Christ on a cracker. (laughs) Why do you say it like that? Uh, Is Kota getting in shape or is he still kind of out of shape? Is know. Jericho going to be the best looking one on that team? What's wrong with Kenny Omega? <laughs> oh, nothing. I forgot. He's, he he always looks good. Or I don't know if you're being funny or not. I'm not. No. There's one thing about Kenny ask. Omega. He always looks like he's ready to go. Am I wrong? I'm excited for Wrestle Dream. I'm not I haven't seen lie. Kenny Was Omega it? look terrible since he was like a young guy and he was just like a wafy looking dude. A wafy looking dude. I'm excited yeah, go- for Wrestle Dream. Oh, yeah, me too. Are you? You gotta watch it. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> gonna get my ciabatta bread from fucking Wazoo. Ciabatta bread? Yes. <laughs> Chris Jericho's going to DDT. He challenged uh, Takeshita. Really? Why? Yeah, really. Why? Is he gonna pull his drawers down and put his dick on his head? Isn't that what they do in DDT? Not all the time. Yeah, not, uh, not all the time. You see how he fucking had to caveat that shit? Wasn't that when Michael Blacazawa was pouring baby oil all over his dick all the time? Yes. <laughs> Come on, Nelly, get out of here. Who woke up, Tony? <laughs> they should bring back that fucking jabated guy, the fucking video game guy to wrestle Michael Nakazawa. Jabali, you don't remember this shit? Fight was the first was like was Miro, oh. the video game guy. No, no he's, yeah, I know what Tony's talking about. The first ever fight for the fight, fighter fest, fight for the fallen. I think it was Kushida. 
No, it was uh, Mike Jabali wrestled Nakazawa. Was it? So he wasn't a wrestler. No, he was. A, he's the head of CEO, the video game fucking head of CEO. Yes. Ale- yeah, it was Fighter Fest. Alex Jabali, that's it. Yeah, Alex Jabali. He is the he's the CEO of the fighting game event that is held, Gaming.org, Community Effort Orlando. Yeah, CEO. And he's the CEO. Yeah, of course. Good. Tony wants that guy back at fucking wrestling, but he can't. I want the dare. guy with no legs back, too. The guy who's in the battle oh royal. <laughs> I want to see him and Marco stunt in a fucking uh, false count anywhere match. We're losing the hands Kevin. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> what happened to jungle douche is he still suspended still suspended <laughs> you, think he, you think he gel with blackpool <laughs> uh impact wrestling we're getting uh close to bound for glory and it that's was not this weekend though right no, that's October 21st. Okay, we got um, some time. Mark Alexander right. will challenge Alex Shelley for the Impact World Championship, and Will Ospreay will face speedball Mike Bailey. Mike Bailey. Uh, the Feast or Fired results uh, happened this past week on Impact 1000 Night 2. Night 2. Crazy Steve got the X Division uh, uh, briefcase. Mm-hmm. Moose got the World. Alex, uh, Ace Austin and Chris Bay are the tag, and Yuya Yumamura got fired. Well, that means he's going back then, right? Yeah. He's going back to Japan, yeah. Good for His him. version is over. Good. I want to see Yuya making the fucking name for himself. He he's, look, man, he's got some big shoes to fill. That fucking Yoda Suji is killing it in New Japan. Sure is. Him and Osprey had a fucking amazing match. Would you call it a banger? <laughs> Did, it it slap? Did it slap? Did it fuck? Well, I want to know, T-Dunk. What? What wrestling did you watch this week? I watched ECW uh, episode four. <laughs> it was Don Morocco and Jimmy Snuka wrestling two jobbers. Uh, Tony Stetson and Johnny Hotbody had a match against the Executioners. Although the executioners were disqualified because their manager fucking got involved. Why? 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 I don't know. I fell down this fucking old ECW rabbit hole and I've been watching them in order again. Uh, yes. Yeah, Scott like George and Sandy Callahan will be leaving Impact soon. Crazy. Yeah, Steve I saw that. The digital media, digital media title shot. Thank you, Scott George. It wasn't the X Division. Yeah, PCO's out. So is Sammy Callahan. Wait, so the briefcase now is for the digital media title shot? That one was. Why? That's, that's like AEW having a fucking briefcase for the international championship. Why? They have briefcases for all of them. No, but who won the X Division briefcase? No one. Oh, there wasn't one. <laughs> well done. Well done. A title that was ult- held by such luminaries as uh, Brian Alan Myers. Angels, Alan Angel won the <laughs> Ultimate X uh, thing, so he gets a shot at Chris Saban this week. I don't know why. 
along with five other people. Did you watch MLW this week? Uh, Aside from Selena coming back and kicking that little fucking dwarf in the fucking bag, or she knocked him over, that shit made me laugh. Or she sent that little shit back to Mexico. I love it. (laughs) You know what? Microman kidnapped. Thank fucking God. Can I tell you, hey, those guys, those guys from fucking Oriental Wrestling are still kidnapped, aren't they? Remember they fucking kidnapped them and threw them in the trunk of the car and they never fucking came back? That's us. What the fuck was his name? God damn it. God damn it. It was Jacob Fatu's Contra. Yeah, but who was the dude? It was the dude from from Japan. What the fuck was his Uh, name? Shima. Shima. Oh, Shima. Shima. Yeah, she was the one they, they they fucking they threw him in the back in the bag and threw him in the Look, car and shit. Contra's like long gone, and so is Sima. So here's the here's the thing that made me realize why I loved MLW. It was when Selena was around. It seemed like everybody had a purpose, and it wasn't just her with her group with low key with all that stuff. But it was like it was the dynasty, and those guys were all meshing well together. We got to know like the um, were the, what's they, call were they it? yeah, of course they were. Fucking Mance Warner was drinking light beers and going to the pay window. Like it seemed like everybody had something going on at that point in time. Jesus fucking Christ, Teddy Hart and fucking Brian Pillman Jr. and Davy Boy Smith. Like everything was even fucking even Tom fucking Lawler, dude. Like everybody had a position, everybody had something going on. It was amazing stuff. That was that was the era of MLW that I actually paid attention to. Yeah, so, I was all in with that era of MLW, dude. Well, dumb question: Selena was Selena De La Renta like backstage? Was she? This might be the dumbest question ever, but I honestly kind of think it's on. I'm on to something. Was she part of the booking team? Was she booking or no? She was for a short while. Yeah, she remember when she was on with us. She talked about how she was transitioned backstage where she was like helping court Bauer a lot with stuff that was going on. Yeah. You're okay. right. Yeah. No. So yeah. So then that, that makes sense then if, if, and then she's gone and, and it, it all goes to shit. Only good things can happen if she's back. Yeah. I mean, I think they got hurt too when the oh, pandemic that- happened. Like they, they took a beating probably more than most did, but yeah, there was a, like fucking, there was a lot of bad shit that happened after all that disappeared, man. Look, I didn't mind uh, this week's MLW. You know what did, what did I miss? Wrestled. Ichiban wrestled him. I wasn't too familiar with him, but he had a pretty good match. Uh, uh, Doug Love, Love Doug, Love Doug beat uh, Little Guido. So that was pretty entertaining. And he's got something. He tried to give a cake to Becca, and Becca smushed his face in it. Um, the uh. uh uh, Matthew Justice challenged Akira for the middleweight title, but then all hell broke loose as the calling and the uh, second gear crew got involved. So that was a, a no contest. Yeah, it's, it's Mance Warner and Manders and the other dude, right? Mance, Manders, Matthew Justice, and Jimmy Lloyd. There you go. And then the calling has uh, Akira, uh, Ricky Shane Page, Jeff Cannonball is there now. Ricky Shane Page still has no. Who's the dude that has is two Raven belts? Is it Akira? Akira. Yeah. Wasn't Raven part of the calling? Yeah, he's like he was, but I don't know if he's still there. Gotcha. And Fatu's not the uh, open weight champion anymore either, right? I don't think he is. 
No, I, gotta pull no, I don't think he is either. I just have to see. Was it? Uh, it wasn't Alex Kane, was it? Or um, no, Alex Kane's Ta- world champion. Oh, all right, all right, so what about um, Tankman? Uh, Ricky Shane Page. Ricky Shane oh, Page. Page. Yeah. Oak so, so the the Ravens group has like all the belts now. It's well, except great. for Alex Kane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look at that. Huh. And- DB Boy Smith Jr. is challenging uh, Alex Kane for the title. Well, because he won the Opera Cup. Yeah. And Minoru Suzuki is wrestling Jacob Fatu at Slaughterhouse October 14th. Is that in Philadelphia? Yes. Oh, boy. Pack a fucking wazoo. <laughs> <laughs> Pack a couple of them, actually. Uh, Will Ospreay, Zack Sabre Jr. is official for Royal Quest 3, by the way. That happened after Will Ospreay beat Yoda Suji. Are we picking that too? We don't know. Okay, good. <laughs> what? Man, you are. You you go like a hundred miles an hour. Yeah. Like, really Peter, listen, out. man. Five years I've been saying I hate picks. What changed? That mud water high is really wearing off right now. <laughs> it's really, he's really coming down. All that mud water high. Oh my goodness! So, yeah, so I've been watching the NWA. Right? They got a, a different. Um, before we wrap this up, um, they kind of changed their presentation, right? Yeah. All right. So it's a little different. It's not bad. We got Velvet Skies out. She's not doing looks, commentary anymore. It looks a little more studio, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's it's Joe Galley and uh, Danny Deals are doing commentary. Yeah, Danny right. Deals is okay. He's serviceable. Upgrade. Yeah. Anyone's an upgrade over Velvet Sky, Tony. Yep, 100%. So it's like there's a lot of it's so there's there's still some weirdness going on. Um but I I've enjoyed what I've seen so far. Um Is it darker? You know, think, is the is the studio darker? Yes. I, I think okay, I think it's, it's okay. done so you can't see the crowd. Gotcha. Um I don't know if Zion and Sion are the same person. Yeah, I think they just changed his name. Was there a story thing there? Oh my god! Oh, I don't. I don't want to Google this shit. Fuck. You know what? Tom Latimer's giving up his TV title and he's challenging EC3 at Shaman. Yeah, what the fuck kind of name is that? It's the next NWA pay per view is happening uh, October twenty eighth, so we will be picking that. Shaman. Yeah. Horrible name. Yeah, I don't. I think I'm mispronouncing it too. Shaman. It's spelled a certain way, and it doesn't. It's not pronounced that way. Hmm. Shaman, something like that. I don't know. It's some stupid shit that the fucking sinister minister came up with. Exactly. It's not Shaman though. It's said Shaman. (laughs) Shaman. You know. Easy. <laughs> Easy. So you like the brothers of Funstruction, do you? No. So they they're with your boy, fucking fucking Fatty Two Dope, whatever his name. I is. know who they're with, Tony. <laughs> and Vampiro's feuding with them too, dude. The the fucking Violent J promo is atrocious. Of course it is. Hold on, I'm gonna it's find this fucking shaman promo. It's probably high off his fucking balls. Shamas? What I was looking for. John Shamoxley? Ah, this is what I want. The Dark Carnival. 
Oh, Vampiro, uh, Muda, Insane Clown Posse, and Raven. No, yeah, the no. Brothers of Funstruction. Brothers of Funstruction. Oh. I heard Dark Carnival. Uh, someone recently asked The Undertaker when he was doing his uh, Dead Man show, whatever the fuck he calls it, who he wished he could wrestle like from the recent crop of guys, and he mentioned MJF. Here's the uh, here's the promo piece for the new oh, pay per view. The main event of NWA seventy five. Power when the tortured howling souls of the dead soar through the skies on October twenty eighth in Cleveland, Ohio. NWA presents Sawin. the most violent pay per view in National Wrestling Alliance history. Yeah, that's what we want. Allen. That's what we want. We want the the most violent pay-per-view in NWA history. Do you? Do you want this? You got to listen to this fucking Violent J fucking. All right. Yeah. You got to listen to this promo. He's all fucked up. It don't make no sense. Hold on. I'm pulling it up. Give me two seconds. Is he seconds. asking about magnets? No, he's not asking about magnets. Why would he ask about magnets? Magnets. I mean, how do they I work? Two ice. You know what they say about people who chew ice? No. Me neither, but anybody say anything about me, I'm beating that ass. I will be very much keeping a close eye on that match tonight. As a fan, who wouldn't be? I was flabbergastedly, pleasantly excited to hear that match was going to be going down, and I will be peeping it out hard. <laughs> That's as a fan. But as a man, I will bitch slap all three of them, that rebellion and vamp, across the baby butt cheek, pleasantly soft, painted, punk ass faces. That rebellion. The only thing I've ever seen them rebelling on was giving the brothers a fun structure, a title shot when they had the belts. Now they got nothing to lose. They want to get brave. Yeah, vampire putting that pie in my face. <laughs> I get pies on my face all the time, all my life. I'm one half of the world's most hated band. Pies in my face every day. Pie, pie, pie. I love it. Pie me down. Your mama had some pie in my face the other night. There it is. This is the bottom line. That double cranium crack I never see from La Rebellion, the double knee piece to the dome, the concussion attempt, speculation has it in some circles. That hurt. But the only real damage done was to my heart. My heart was receiving a lot of betrayal, man. There was a very deep hole in my heart from betrayal. But I never thought you, after 25 years of homeliness, would be the one jumping down it now. Vamp, all the debts from past betrayal have been paid. But yours, vamp, is a new debt yet to be collected. By the Duke, by the J, and the brothers of Judson. <laughs> Are you back? Are you in? Yeah, I'm in. I'm in for that. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It was a little goofy at spots, but he did get his point across, and he did it quite well. I'm okay oh, with it. That was fucking... No, that was garbage. No, I'm okay with that, dude. 
We could we could agree to disagree on this one. I was okay with that one. Nah. <laughs> yeah, but why are you okay with it? Because it was yeah, hysterical. Because you thought it got. No, no, no. He listen as 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 much as I hate fucking forty and fifty something year old grown men talking like they're still from the streets like that. I fucking hate that. But I can't hate the promo that much, man, because he fucking got his points across. I thought he did a good, good job. That was when so he, fucking when he's saying connected. when he was saying that they were ducking us, they want to give us a title shot. Now they got nothing to lose. Now they're trying to make a name for themselves. Tony, the man said pies, pies, pies. Yeah, because he loves pie in his face. When The I Rock know. says it, it was great, right? I know, but then he went and he says, "Your mama put her pie in my face." Yeah, that's genius. What about the hole in his heart? He fucking broke holiness. his heart, dude. They Golly. were, bro. They were friends. Don't you fucking gel anything with AEW, Tony. bro? That was shit. No, nah, dude. I, I you know that. that was shit. I enjoyed it. Don't that you fu- don't you fucking make me that laugh, you dick. Sh- you fucking asshole. You're sitting there all night. You're like, oh, they don't gel. And you goddamn know you're putting a hole in my heart right now because you know that was shit. That was fucking a troll. No, it, was, it wasn't. In fairness, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't. Yes, it, was, it was. No, oh. no. You guys are fucking wrong on that one. You're fucked. That Matt, you got my back on this one? A hundred percent dunk. Thank you. All right. So we got a little different it. melding I tonight. It. There you go. I loved it, but it was terrible. It was comically bad. No, that's, it was good. And that was that's what that's the only redeeming quality is that it was comically bad. That was no, it wasn't it wasn't so bad it was good. It was good, man. It was good. The only thing he didn't, you should do when you're was, uh, uh taking on your new role at your wrestling company. That people should watch that so they can learn from it. Pie, pie, pie. How to do a cut a great promo. Good night, Mariana. Maybe my man was hungry. Relax, bro. That was shit. That was absolute shit. The brothers of the shit. (laughs) Golly, eat a dick. That was John Cena's theme music for a second. (laughs) Golly, eat a dick. Dick. Well, we got a lot of contenders for name of the show tonight. <laughs> uh, oh, also, I looked up this Sawen, Sawen, spelled S A M H A I N. First observed by Celtic pagans, marked oh. the Celtic New Year, singled the beginning of winter, which was associated by death. <sighs> of course, it was, man. It's oh. if it's fucking sinister minister bullshit. Oh. So fucking stupid. Yeah, it is fucking stupid. And- Billy Corgan's got to stop getting high with these fucking guys. He's like, he listens to everything. He yeah. just got married, that Billy Corgan. Oh, good for him. Yeah. I didn't get my invite. I thought we were boys. Pie, pie, pie. Been down on the product, bro. Pie, pie, pie. <laughs> God, that was so bad. <laughs> well, this has been a hoot, guys. Uh, special thanks to Matt Everett and uh, Gabriel for joining us to talk about the Bear Bronson vehicle. Um, you could check that out on the thing when it scrolls across the bottom when you're watching this back because I don't have the information in front of me. Um, check out the yeah. short film. Uh, it's a great introduction to Bear Bronson. If you're in the New York City area, the New York Indie Shorty Awards that takes place September 30th at the Cinema Village in New York City, 445 Session 3. You can get tickets at uh, filmfreeway.com slash indie shorts awards New York backslash tickets. And I believe they're free. So just uh, so snag some of those mofos and yeah, pop on out. in, man. Get um, yourself a wazoo. What is, you know what, Tony? We're going to have some wazoo sandwiches together. 
I'd love to have a wazoo with you. All right, we'll set it up. Um, we're gonna oh, wazoo with you. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking it. You said it. <laughs> we uh, uh, will be uh, back next week for uh, sober October. Sober October. I don't know. It's October next week. It's exciting. The year is just flying by. No, I mean, now it is. I don't think the summer flew by. I think now, like, things start to get into more high gear, you know? Oh, high gear. High gear. Is that an I upcoming like pay-per-view? We got to pick that. Uh, you know, Tony, I think we're going to be picking a lot more AEW pay-per-views. Just going to put that out there. Oh, did you get a scoop? I know they announced that they're doing one at the end of December. They got this one here in October. They got full gear in November. Gear. It looks like we're gonna we're going into that once a month formula, buddy. Great. Can we thank people now? Yes. Okay, yes that's awesome. Can. Do I do we do with the outro here or what are we doing here? This has been a production of the Shining Wizards Network. Executive producer is Manny Kradzo. The assistant executive producer is Kathy Hummer. Our producers are Brendan Heaney, Danny Rusinello, Kate Hensler, Matt Garifo, Mike Peterson, Ryan Schlong, Thomas Copps, David Henry Bauer III, Michael Hammond, and William Mercier Jr. Special thanks to all our assistant producers as well. For everything Shining Wizards, visit ShiningWizards.com. And don't forget to listen to all the great shows of the Shining Wizards Network. Good night, Diana! We'll be back next week. Yeah, sounds good. Hey, you're still here. Great. Appreciate all the support, as always, listening to the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And for you... If you've been on the fence about joining the Patreon, we have something great for you. Uh, we threw together a little excerpt from our 29th bonus episode. So if you join the Patreon, patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast for $3 a month, you get access to this bonus episode and the uh, numerous amount of content that came before this. There's a lot more than 30 episodes on there, I promise you. So enjoy this little excerpt from bonus episode 29, the PWI 500 Top 10 2023 versus 2003 with Tony, Handsome Kevin, KJG, and Brundon. Remember, if you enjoy this, there's more of this available at patreon.com slash wizards podcast for $3 a month. Enjoy. And thanks for supporting the Shining Wizards. Number two. All right. We got Roman Reigns going against Triple H. Ooh. Oh, 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 oh. What's Trips doing in 2002, 2003? Squashing people. Fuck That's yeah. Right. Squashing your people. And on a more consistent <laughs> basis than Roman Reigns has been. <laughs> and wrestling a hell of a lot more, by the way. That's yeah. exactly what I meant by what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. I thought he was just reiterating the yeah. point. Yeah. Kind of. No, oh, well. I mean, uh, remind me what. I mean, it's got to. It all is... started with Eric Bischoff handing him the world championship in September of 2002. That's an honor. I no, mean... but he, he does, to be fair, he does fight Ric Flair for it that night and wins. Ric Flair had a fucking chance. <laughs>
It's a hell of a match. At you least. got two hands. You always got a chance. <laughs> All right there, James Ellsworth. Who said that? Penny Man. Why did it was Zach Allen? It was James Ellsworth. <laughs> that was Ellsworth. Gowan was, if I had two feet, I'd kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I thought that was Zach Allen. Triple H actually uh, merged the uh, Intercontinental title into the world championship. By Jethro the European Hardy. title, I think, as well? Or no, he beat that, Kane no, for that. He beat Kane. Yeah. That's right. And I believe the, hard, the hardcore, Jeff Hardy merged the Intercontinental and the hardcore with RVD. And then. Triple H merged the Intercontinental in the world. Like basically every title got merged into yeah, the world. There were just at that two point. singles belts on each yeah. show. Uh, we also got the Katie Vick uh, shit going on Ooh. here. Ooh, um, we that's also cool. got Shawn Michaels coming back as the fucking uh, Dutch master at the Elimination <laughs> Chamber, beating him for the belt. Due to pants on. Uh, let me see. Evolution is formed during this time period. Ooh. Ooh, Successful title defense against Booker T. Yeah, you got to go Triple H here, bro. Mm. I'm we, going Triple H. Tony, it's you, close, but I'm can going you do Triple me a H. favor? Just because oh. it's so close, can you pull up Roman Reigns in this time period so we can see exactly what he? We all know how great he is, but can because this is just so close that I want to see exactly what he's done. That that's what I was thinking too. It's like, man, like at that time. Triple H was damn near untouchable, yeah. uh, and he was yeah. hitting it out of the park every every time he went out there on the mic in the ring, no matter what. And like, not to say Roman Reigns isn't doing that, but to me, I think the the edge is the amount that Triple H was doing yeah. it at that time. I'm I'm before I hear this, I'm leaning unless this changes my mind. I'm leaning towards Triple H. Yeah. Here we go, June 17th episode of SmackDown. This is uh, 2022. Uh, defends the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. He's already got both belts against Riddle. Attacked by Brock Lesnar. Beats him in a last man standing at uh, SummerSlam. Um, retains against Drew McIntyre. Crash at the cas- Clash at the Castle. Easy for me to say. Uh, beats Logan Paul at Crown Jewel. Um, the Bloodline wins War Games at Survivor Series. Uh, Universal Championship. Um, ba, 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 let me see. Uh, defeats Kevin Owens at the, at the Royal Rumble. Uh, defeats Cody Rhodes at Mania. Elimination Chamber beats Sami Zayn, who didn't finish his story. Um, what happened after Mania? Night of Champions. Reigns and Sokoa defeats uh, unsuccessfully challenged Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. Um, was he pinned during that yes, match? Yes, he was. Yeah. Okay, so there you go. And uh, June 24th, uh, he surpasses Pedro Morales. That was it. Money in the Bank, July 1st, which does not count for this. So there you go. Some high-profile wins. But, you know, it's a hell of a year. But I got to go Triple H, man. Trips is out there on Raw doing it. Like, he's getting things yeah. done every I mean, every weekend, the pay-per-views. Uh, for me, I, I, I'm, I'm going to go Triple H. And he's putting money on Randy Orton and Batista at this point, too. Yeah. That's a pretty. Yeah. That's a pretty impressive run for Roman on pay per views, though. I and hated Triple H at this point too, and I would have to go with him as well. Did um? I, so yeah. my I I'm I'm gonna go. I was leaning towards Triple H, but that that's a pretty damn good year for Roman. So even though I'm outvoted, I'm gonna go with Roman. All right, fair enough. <laughs> that that was a tough one. That was probably yeah. The that was one really good one. 